serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Arrested Renegade squad getting ready to go as they've hit the road and travel to St. Joe to face the Mustangs for the first time this season. Also looking to continue this winning streak that they've got going. First time all year that they have won more than two games in a row. They improved that streak to three on Sunday night when they beat this same Mustangs team 4-2 at home and now back at it again and are getting ready to start a stretch of six straight days of baseball. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope you all have enjoyed the start to your week and enjoyed this Tuesday afternoon. And I hope you spend the rest of it listening to me bringing you Renegades baseball tonight on the Show Me Sports Network as we are getting ready to go here at Phil Welch Stadium in St. Joseph, Missouri. Both head coaches are currently walking their way towards home plate, just shook hands, and are now going to exchange the lineup cards with the umpires, which means we're close to getting baseball ready to go. So Renegades have won their last three. It all started on Friday night in Nevada when they broke out the bats and won 10-4 on the road, including a five-run ninth inning to really salt the game away. Then came back on Saturday against Adelia and walked things off 6-5. 11 innings, Taylor Hopkins was the hero with a walk-off line drive down the right field line 
That scored Luke Fuller from second base and then came back on Sunday at the ballpark, bark in the park for ice cream, all the good stuff, and won 4-2 to two thanks to some timely hitting. And Tanner Schmitz going the last three innings to get the save along with a very timely pickoff at third base when the, uh, uh, the Mustangs had the tying run at second base and another runner on third. They picked off the runner at third and then retired the next batter to end the game. So now after the off day yesterday, Renegades are at 9-9 and on the season. And to paint a picture of the last time that the Renegades were 9 and or at 500, sitting on the 6th of June, Monday the 6th. That was the last time that the Renegades had a 500 record, and that was when they were 2-2, two and two, coming off a win 3-2 over Carroll the previous day. It has been now almost three full weeks, actually has been three full weeks, since the last time the Renegades were sitting at 500. Have not been over 500 on the season as 2-2 two and two was the closest they've been. They sit now at 9-9. Nine and nine. If they can improve to 2-0 and oh versus the Mustangs on the season, they would jump to 10-9 and nine and would be right in the thick of things in their division. Let's look at that division that the Renegades find themselves in as we look at the South Division here in the Mink Leagues. The Renegades are in a tight battle with the Joplin Outlaws as of just a couple days ago. Outlaws were also a 500 team, so the fight for the top of that division is certainly a tough one, a team that the Renegades have seen a lot in the Outlaws, have already played them five times, hold a 3-2 lead in the season series, so that could certainly come back to help them later on if they are in a tie. Sedalia right on the heels of the Renegades, though, they're just a tick under 500, and Nevada Griffins bringing up the rear in the South Division. The Mustangs, however, are not an easy task whatsoever. Mustangs after winning last night, they did not have an off day yesterday, they played last night and won by just a run. They now sit at 16-8. and eight. They had won five games in a until they ran into the Renegades on Sunday night. Renegades ended that win streak. Now the St. Joseph Mustangs could get back rolling once again if they win their second straight here tonight, second straight at home as we are here at Phil Welch Stadium. Got the party deck out in right field. Looks like a fun time out there. I'm up in the press box. We've got a nice nice night for baseball here at the ballpark. Sun to my back. A little bit of wind going as I look out in center field at the flags. That is certainly going to come into play, and we're now just a couple minutes away from baseball. So as they get ready to do the lineup projections here at the field, I'll get them for those listening in here on the Show Me Sports Network. For your visiting Renegades, sit at 9-9 and 1-0 and on the year versus the Mustangs. That'll be Adonis Forte leading off in center field in the number two spot. Ty Wilmsmeyer plays third base for the first time all season long. He pitched and DH'd on Sunday night's win. Jack Matischek, the rolling hot bat in the Renegades lineup. He bats third and plays right field. He had three RB eyes in Sunday's win. Luke Fuller scored the walk-off run on Saturday. He DHs tonight and bats cleanup. Ross Lovich in the five spot. He plays in left, followed by his brother Jackson Lovich at shortstop, batting sixth. Jackson did his first home run of the season on Saturday, excuse me, Sunday, a solo bomb, a wall scraper out to left field. Colby Ott plays second and bats seventh, followed by Levi Meslowski, the first baseman at eighth. And Joe Herschel was so kind enough to join us on the broadcast on Sunday. He is in the lineup tonight, bats ninth, and plays catcher. And Brady Maltby will be the one taking the mound for the Renegade tonight, starting pitcher. Last saw him in Sedale last week on Tuesday. Malpe got the win in that start, went five and a third innings, three strikeouts, five hits, and two earned runs allowed. So that is your Renegades lineup. Once again, Forte, Wilmsmeyer, Matyshek, Fuller, Roslovich, Jacksonovich, Ott, Mislowski, Herschler, followed by Maltby. Renegades currently trotting out to the third baseline as their names are called one by one. Let me get to the home St. Joseph Mustangs. A lot of similar names, a little bit different order, but a pretty similar group to the one that we saw on Sunday night at home. Noah Bodenhausen leads off and plays right field for St. Joe. Dylan Carey, the shortstop, he bats second. 
Michael Pauly, the third baseman, hits third in tonight's lineup. Carl Corper back in the DH spot once again. He's the cleanup hitter tonight. Jack Wagner moved down from third to fifth in the order, but he plays first base tonight for the Mustangs. Ryan Koski, the left fielder, bets six, almost took away Lovich's home run on Sunday night. He's back out there and left. Jax Heimel once again behind the Dicks. Excuse me, Jackson Heimel. He's the catcher tonight for the Mustangs. Tyler Petrosino out in center field, bats eighth. And Will Dryberg, who came on and pinch ran in Sunday's contest. He gets the start tonight at second base, batting ninth. And Mason Holton takes the mound for the Mustangs. We'll see how he matches up with Maltby. The two of them just a few minutes away from going head-to-head. Dancing currently going out now on the field by some of the uh, Mustangs interns and workers as they get ready to announce the home team starting lineup. And as that gets ready to conclude, means we're just a couple minutes away from first pitch and baseball here. As we get closer to that, let's look ahead to the week for the Renegades because you're going to want to tune into all the broadcasts that we have coming up here on the Show Me Sports Network. So St. Joe tonight, tomorrow back at Vivian Field. So come on out and see the Renegades play two. It'll be two seven-inning ballgames as they face Carroll. First game scheduled for 5 p.m. Second game will follow after just a short break. It'll be Blake and I tomorrow night for that one. And then back-to-back games in Clorinda on Thursday and Friday for the Renegades. They will play the Clorinda A's for two straight nights. And the next exhibition game on Saturday against the J.C. Legends, followed by Sedalia. And then back-to-back off days next week on the 4th and the 5th. So some time for the homeboys to celebrate Independence Day. And then it really gets rolling after that. I'll leave the rest of July schedule up for the future. So, like I said, we're all end up finishing up here at the field. Pitcher Mason Holt was just announced. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. And I'll be back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Renegades and Mustangs on the Show Me Sports Network. First pitch right after this. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. 
creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Almost time for baseball here at Phil Welch Stadium in St. Joseph, Missouri. Renegades making the trip up here this afternoon thanks to our friends at Doc and Norm Direct. As I sit here in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth, let me remind you to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. They do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com once again thank you to doc and Orm, the same people that will be getting us back to jefferson city tonight after the conclusion of this one hopefully a renegades win which would be their fourth in a row and would move them to 10 and 9 on the season pretty good turnout here at the ballpark definitely one of the bigger stadiums that we have traveled to this season i'd probably put it up there against the job one outlaws one but anyway we're ready to go first pitch to adonis forte misses up and away and that's ball one It'll be Forte, Wonsmeyer, Matiszek, one, two, three, in the Renegades order to get this first inning going as this one is fouled back. So now we're even at a ball and a strike on Forte. Shooting pitcher Mason Holton tonight for the Mustangs. Mustangs got pretty good pitching on Sunday, but was just not enough as this one is hit foul. Out of playoff to the left side, and now quickly one ball and two strikes on Forte. Forte been a staple in the Renegades lineup at the leadoff order for most of the season. And now gets things underway just after 7.05 p.m. 1-2 pitch. Once again, fouled off to the left side as Forte continues to hit the ball over that way out of play. And we'll do the one ball, two strike pitch once again in just a moment. Holton working quickly. Here's the 1-2. Swung on grounded weakly. Coming in is the second baseman, Dryberg. He's got to work quickly, and he throws it away. It gets up by the dugout, but not far enough away for Forte to move up. And he is off to get this ball game going, and I think that will be ruled an infield single because it was a bang-bang play with how slowly it was hit. And, yep, they give Forte the single to get things off. So Renegade's already underway and have a hit in the hit column. It was hit pretty much on a line to Dryberg, but it was hit so slowly that he had to come way in onto the infield grass and try to make a sidearm throw. And even if that's on time, I don't know if they get Forte as this one is hit high in the air out to left center field. Both outfielders giving chase, and the center fielder makes it on and grab. Forte was all the way to second. He's got to hustle back, and he makes it in there with a slide as Wonsmeyer just flew out in front of the track out in left center field. That's out number one. 
Olsmeyer put good wood on that one, but center fielder Petrosino was able to run it down. And when he made that catch, Forte was all the way up at second base and had to hurry on back to first, but was in with a slide. And now, actually, we're going to have a, a chat between the home plate and field umpire. I don't know what this was about, but the Mustangs head coach did come out of the dugout apparently to ask a question. Wolfsmeyer was halfway to second base. He had rounded the bag, so him and Forte almost crossed pass, but not before the out was already recorded. And they're going to rule that Forte was out on the base pass, and I don't know why. First base coach and head coach Mike D'Amelio is now pretty belligerently arguing with the umpires you can see it from all the way up here the anger that he is currently showing and I don't know what the call would be because although Forte and Wilmsmeyer crossed paths Wilmsmeyer's out had already been recorded by the time that they crossed each other it wasn't like that Wilmsmeyer passed Forte before the out was recorded so I really don't know the reason that they are calling Forte out on the base pass but I don't know if there's anything that's going to be done about it right now as soon as the out call was made on Forte, head coach Mike Demuia came straight over to the umpire. He is still yelling at him. This has been going on now for about a minute, and finally that they are going to head back to their respective spots, but that's now going to turn into a double play, and Forte is retired. I still really don't have a good explanation for it as to why, except they, uh, I guess, are ruined that they crossed paths when the fly ball was caught, but it's a really interesting play, though. So now two out, nobody on as Forte is retired. And first pitch misses low and away to Jack Matashek. It was a fly out to center field off the bat of Wolmsmeyer on the first pitch and ends up turning into two outs as this one is fouled straight back off the bat of Matashek. Mason Holden working very quickly is just about the time when I get the words out of my mouth. He's back on the mound ready to throw the next pitch. So now nobody on with two out for the Renegades. Here comes the 1-1 pitch to Matashek. Swung on and missed, went off speed there. And Matashek could not connect. Now a strike away from ending this first inning. One that got underway with a Adonis Forte infield single. But then two batters were retired on a strange call just a moment ago. 1-2 pitch, up and away. Catcher Heimel had to leap out of his crouch to snare that one. And now it's two balls and two strikes to Matashek. Working quickly. Here comes the 2-2 to Matashek. Routed weakly. Second baseman again going to have a play. This time, enough time to throw over and in time to retire Matashek. And that ends the inning. So Renegades get a hit, but some intriguing calls, I guess, is the best way to put it. Retire the runner Forte, and they go three up, three down. We'll head to the bottom of the first. Brady Maltby taking the mound when we return on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones, with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Bottom of the first inning now here at Phil Welch Stadium in St. Joseph, Missouri between the Mustangs and the Renegades here on this Tuesday evening. Hope everyone is having a great early part of their evening as I'm Ben Schmidt here on the Show Me Sports Network ready to bring you all of tonight's Renegades coverage. So Brady Maltby now ready to take the hill making his first start since last Tuesday when the Renegades were in Sedalia. He went five and a third inning, struck out three, gave up five hits and allowed just two runs. So he'll face Bodenhausen, Carey, and Pauly. He goes into his windup, and here's the first pitch. Misses outside for a ball. So I'll try to weave this into the conversation here in the bottom of the first inning. But during the break, I thought a little bit about what the call that was made in that top of the first that originally had Adonis Forte called out on the base pass as this one is just off the outside corner, 2-0 to Bodenhausen. The only other thing I could think of, and I'll have to ask this after the game, but... When that ball was caught out in center field, Forte was either at second base or just past second base as the 2-0 pitch misses. Nope, nabs the outside corner. That one looked to be further off the plate than the 2-0 than the pitch was. But regardless, Maltby gets the call. It's now 2-1. and one. Not working as quickly as the Mustang starter is, but still working fast. This one out to second, and Ott makes a leaping grab just in front of the outfield grass. And that's a line out for out number one. Bodenhausen is retired, and Maltby's off and running. So my thought is on that call that ruled that both Wolmsmeyer and Forte were out on the fly ball is that, that they maybe said that Forte went past the bag at second base and never touched it on his way back to first. Because if you are running like that and the ball is caught, if you pass a base, you must touch it on the way back. And Forte in such a hurry to get back to first. That is, and I didn't see whether or not he touched second on the way back. So I'm not saying that he didn't. But my only thought would be the fact that they are saying he did not touch second on the way back and thus he is out. I didn't see the Mustang step on the bag at second base, so I don't know, but that would be the only logical call in that situation. So, Regardless, what's done is done. Renegades ended up sending three batters to the plate in the first inning, did not score, so now we're 0-0 in the bottom of the first, and now a 1-1 count on Dylan Carey. Michael Pauly waits on deck. Malby into the windup. Here comes the 1-1. This one just misses. Now two balls and a strike. Definitely the farthest away I've sat from home plate any of the broadcasts so far this season a really nice view but it is I have to wait a little bit longer because you can't originally tell as this one going away so now falling behind three and one to carry only one hit for both sides so far that was the Forte leadoff infield single only one batter has came to the plate for the Mustangs that was Bodenhausen and now this one just nabs the inside corner it's now run full to Dylan Carey do not believe that Maltby walked a batter when he took the mound. I take that back. He walked two. 3-2 pitch. Swung and just fell off. And I think that got the right hand of Joe Hersler. And home plate umpire is going to give him a couple of seconds to shake that one off. Immediately started shaking his right hand when that ball was fouled off. And now taking a little walk behind home plate. And Renegade's coach are going to come out and make sure he's all good. And 
believe he's telling them he's all right as the umpire's making his way back to home plate. And Coach Jamiri is now making his way back to the dugout. So after the foul ball, it stays a three-ball, two-strike count. Renegades catcher Joe Herschler took that one off the hand, but looks to be all right. And now we'll do the 3-2 pitch once again to carry. Here it comes. Misses. Nope, it's going to be lined out to second. Throw on to first base. Is in time, and that's out number two. It looked to be high, and I was so quick to think he was going to lay off. I don't even know what I was saying there. It was lined out to second base, and the throw was made over to the first baseman, Rozlowski, and Odd has had to handle back-to-back -back plays, and it's two up, two down for the Mustangs. Bodenhausen retired via line out to second and carry on the ground out to second. So now nobody on with two out for Michael Pauly. First pitch is just on the outside corner called strike to Pauly. Renegades looking to win their fourth straight would move them to 10-9 and nine and right in the thick of things in the South Division. This one just off the outside corner as Pauly started to off-rat it but was able to hold up. So now one ball and one strike. Looks like Malpe is going to go off and use the rosin bag real quick behind the mound before getting back on the bump. Now that he is back on, that works very quickly. Here comes the 1-1. This one misses low and away. They appeal to first, say he did not swing. So now two balls and a strike on Pauly. And Malpe has fallen behind to each of the first three batters. Was behind 2-1 to Bodenhausen, 3-1 to Carey. But it was able to tire both of them now behind 2-1. and one. And now 2-2 as this pitch is fouled off off the bat of Pauly. And Maltby now a strike away from pitching a scoreless first inning. Looking for his first strikeout of the night. He's had two balls hit out to Colby Ott. And Ott's made the play both times. So now two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here's the pitch. This one grounded to third. On a hop, the third baseman, Wolfsmeyer's got it. The throw to first. Meslowski the stretch. And he's got it for out number three. So Maltby doesn't allow anyone to reach. He goes three up, three down. And we'll head to the second. 0-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Renegades coming to bat here in the top of the second inning facing the Mustangs tonight. And thinking of bat, let me tell you about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. So to find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wildbats.com. 
Thanks to them once again. Got just got a personalized walk-off wood bat with the Show Me Sports Network logo yesterday. It looks pretty sweet. If you want to head over to our Facebook, you can check it out. So Luke Ford leading off this second inning. Swings and misses was a strike on the first pitch as well. So now it's an 0-2 count to the Renegades DH. Fuller played all over the diamond in a couple of the games last week. Gets the DH start here tonight. Here's Holton's 0-2. This one fouled off and we'll do it again. I think, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready to crown Mason Holton as the fastest working pitcher in the Mink League, at least out of the ones we have seen so far. There's a couple of them, especially Renegades pitchers, that work fast. Malpe has been one of them so far, but not really compared to the speed that Mason Holton is ready to deliver. 0-2 pitch, low and away, so now it's a one-ball, two-strike count on Fuller. It'll be Ross and Jackson Lovich to follow the next two batters after Fuller. Colby Ott will come to the plate if any of them reach. 1-2 pitch, skips in there and back-to-back -back balls thrown, has even this count up at two balls and two strikes. Fuller back into the box. White wave of the bat. Here's the 2-2. This one up and away, and now it's a full ball. Full three-ball, two-strike count to Luke Fuller. Scored the winning run on the Taylor Hopkins hit on Saturday. Now back in there. Here's the 3-2 pitch. This one hit in the air. Foul. That gets out of play, and we'll stay put right here. Have to say the atmosphere. Obviously nothing compares to Wrigley Field, but they've got the piano going and uh, kind of the vibe that you get at Wrigley Field with the, uh, I think it's the organist, if I'm saying it right. Regardless, they've got one of those here at the ballpark. So a fun fan experience and what's a pretty decent crowd on hand for this Tuesday night ball game. Stands run from down at field level all the way up to where I'm sitting, and there's fans pretty much at every section. So here's the 3-2 pitch once again to Fuller. Misses up, and that's a leadoff walk here to get this second inning going for the Renegades. Fuller fell behind quickly 0-2, but was able to work it all the way back full. And now is rewarded with a trip to first base to get this top of the second inning going. No score yet. 0-0 ball game. Renegades have the only hit. It was an Adonis Forte infield single. But now the second base runner for the Renegades via Fuller walk. And now Ross Lovich, the left-handed batting left fielder, will step in. Lovich got three home runs on the season. Bats with a runner at first base and nobody out. Straight up defense, but the first baseman Wagner does hold Filler on as his pitch is swung on a miss. Lovich now behind, no balls and a strike. Lovich hitting a tick below 200 on the season. He's got three home runs, though. Two of them came in one game at Joplin. Throw over to first base. Back in time safely is the runner fuller. Actually, as I check my stats, Ross Lovich now hitting exactly at 200. So, was not in the lineup on Sunday, but is hitting right at that 200 mark on the season. Oh, one pitch to him is swung on a miss. So, back-to-back -back swing strikes. Has Lovich behind, no balls, and two-strike count. Not a very big lead at all for Fuller off first base. DH is tonight. Last saw him in the lineup on Saturday where he caught played, and played third base. And the day before that played right field. So he's been all over the diamond. He leads off of first base. Here's the 0-2 to Lovich. This one skips in there. It's going to get away and allow Fuller to move up to second base easily. Went between the legs of the catcher, Heimel, and Fuller is able to draw on up to second base. So now the Renegades have a runner in scoring position with nobody out. And a ball makes it a 1-2 count on Lovich. So often this season, the Renegades have hit the Lovich brothers, Ross and Jackson, back-to-back -back in the order. They do that once again tonight at 5-6 in the order. 
Fuller off a second. Holton checks him, and here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, and that's out number one. The first strikeout of the evening for Mason Holden. His victim, Ross Slovich, still head back to the dugout for the first out of the second inning. So now Jackson Lovich will step in, blasted his first home run of the season, a wall scraper to left on Sunday night. Hits here with an RBI opportunity for at second base. Mustangs don't hold him on. They shade a little bit with the second baseman, Dryberg. First pitch to Lovich, swung and hit in the air off the first base sign. Will it stay in play? First baseman getting chased, and it gets out of play just over the Mustangs' dugout. Wagner gave it an effort and was not too far away from having a play, but that just got into the crowd for a foul ball. So now 0-1 on Jackson Lovich. This inning started with a base on balls to Luke Fuller. And then just a strikeout of Ross Lovich. So one-on-one on one out, 0-0 zero zero our score. This one down and away, blocked by the catcher. Heimel keeps it in front of him, so Fuller stays put at second base. But now one ball, one strike count to Lovich. See him play all around the middle infield. He's at third shortstop tonight. Also saw him appear as a pitcher once last week. Here's the 1-1. This one swung and grounded weakly off the left side, but it gets foul. Catcher Heimel jumped on that one quickly, hoping it would stay in fair, stay in fair territory for out number two, but it rolled off to the left side foul. So now a ball and two strikes on Lovich. Renegades had a runner on second with nobody else, albeit in a two-strike count, but looking to try and not waste the opportunity to jump out in front early. One-two pitch, swung on line to left. Is that going to stay fair? It will be, and that's down for extra bases. Fuller around third. He can jog on home as the throw will go into second base. And in with a slide is Jackson Lovich as he has just delivered an RBI double to put the Renegades out in front early, one to nothing. That ball pushed down the left field line, was going to splash down in the grass, and the only thing would be whether or not it was on the right side of the line. And once it did, no play for Koski at either home plate or second base as Lovich was in there with the slide and now has the Renegades out in front one to nothing here in the top of the second. Fuller who walked in to score on the RBI. He scores the first Renegades run of the game and now another in scoring position on the Lovich double as the first pitch to Ott is fouled out of play over by the bouncy house on the right field line. So now 0-1 on the Renegades second baseman. Three batters have came to the plate this inning. So far, two of them have reached. Mason Holton, pace slowed down a little bit now with a runner on. Swung on a missed here for Ott as Holton looked to go with the off-speed here, and Ott was not able to connect. So now no balls and two strikes. Meslowski waits on deck. Renegades already scored one this inning. A potential another run out at second base in Jackson Lovich. Here's the 0-2 to Ott, up and away, and now one ball, two strike. There is some sort of chant that has been going on in between pitches, and I don't know what it is. Something is being yelled by a group of fans in between pitches, and I've, as I wear this headset, I've yet been able to pick up on what it is. I don't know if it's supposed to be chirping at the uh, Renegades, or hasn't worked early as the Renegades are up one nothing. Here's Holden's 1-2 pitch. It's swung on a miss, low and away. Lowitz trying to move up to third. He makes it in there safely. But that's out number two as Ott is retired. But an alert play by Lovich as that ball got away just a little bit off the plate to move on up to third base. So he's now 90 feet away, but Ott the second strikeout victim of the inning. So Holden now is retired to this inning via strikeout, but has also given up a run thanks to a walk and an RBI double. And now Lovich at third base, and it'll be up to Maslowski to try and bring him in. 
first pitch. Swung on a miss to the Renegades first baseman. He's now behind no balls and a strike. Holton working quickly once again. Here's the 0-1 up and away. And now one ball, one strike count. So I feel like as he's gone back to the lineup with the runner on third, maybe when he's in the lineup is seems to be working a lot quicker, but out of the stretch seemed to slow down his pace. Here's the 1-1. Swung on and missed. Maybe if he'd been fouled, tipped into the glove of the catcher, Heimel, but now one ball, two strikes on Maslowski. So Holton looking for his third strikeout of the inning, a run already in, and a runner at third base. Here's the 1-2. Hit in the air, out to shallow left field. The shortstop going to go out and make the catch. That's carry for out number three. But the Renegades get a run. They're on top early. What a nothing, thanks to Jackson Lovich, RBI double. We'll head to the bottom of the second. Right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions Been a lead to work with as we head to the bottom of the second inning on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing tonight's game to you live from Phil Welch Stadium. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone, and hope hopefully we are seven and a half innings away from a Renegade fourth straight win. Obviously, such a long way to go, but already lead for the Renegades thanks to the Jackson Lovich RBI double in the top half of this inning. Final warm up pitch thrown by Maltby, so we're ready to go here in the bottom half of the second. All three retired for the Mustangs in the first inning, so it'll be Corper, Wagner, Koski, 4-5-6 in the order due up. One line out, two ground outs for Maltby to retire the three batters in the first inning. And now goes to work here in the second. First batter, Corper now in, lefty hitter. And here's Maltby's first pitch to him. This one off the outside corner. It's now a ball and no strikes to Corper. Mustang said it's 16 and 8. Renegades at 9 and 9. Second time these two teams have met up. Here's the 1 0 swung on and missed. And Corper tried to go down and get it. And came up with a whole lot of air. So now it's a one ball, one strike counts. Back into the box now is Corper. Here comes Maltby's 1 1 pitch. This one on the outside corner called strike. And now it's 1 and 2. Just coming up on 7.30 here at the ballpark. We are just underway in the bottom of the second inning. Renegades lead this one, one to nothing. Malpe facing his fourth batter, hasn't given up a hit yet, but misses outside here. Two balls and two strikes now in Corper. 
Renegades have themselves two hits already. They have had three base runners, the other coming on a walk. Into the windup, here comes Maltby's 2-2 pitch, and he's going to step off and think about it. Was able to do that with nobody on. If a runner is on there, that would have been a balk. Now the 2-2 swung on a missed, and Maltby went off speed there and got the leadoff hitter corporate chase, and the Renegades get to throw it around the infield after out number one. Maltby's first strikeout of the night. Gets the strikeout swinging, and now he'll face Wagner with one out, nobody on. Renegades of winners of three straight, two of them at home. Fell to six and nine at one point last week, and now have came back to knot it up at nine and nine. First time they have a chance to go over 500 since they were two and two just a couple of days into the season. Lost that one, so they have not been over that precious 500 mark once so far this year. Chance to do it tonight is strike one called to Jack Wagner. Koski, the left fielder, waits on deck. No one has reached yet for the Mustangs. Four up, four down, and Wagner now in an 0-1 hole. Next pitch is just off. Nope, that's on the inside corner. That's a tough pitch, and I don't think Wagner liked it. Catcher Horsler moved his glove towards the inside part of the plate, and umpire was generous enough to call it. So a no-ball, two-strike count to Wagner. He does crowd the plate a little bit, so I can understand why to him he thought so clearly that was a ball. This one grounded weakly to third. Is it fair? They rule a foul ball as the throw was made over to first base regardless. And thank you for the Renegades. It was high and would have allowed the runner to reach, but they say it went just foul of the third base bag, and that's going to lead to another 0-2 pitch. Ty Wilsmeyer getting the start at third base for the Renegades. First time we've seen him there all season. Got one game at second base last week, but outside of that, it's been mostly starting pitcher and DH so far, and outfield, obviously, for Wilmsmeyer. So after the very close foul ball ground ball, here's the 0-2 pitch once again. Down and away, so now it's a ball and a strike on Wagner. Maltby got his first strikeout of the evening to get this second inning going, got Corper to swing through one. And now another strike away from strikeout number two. 1-2 pitch, fouled straight back, and will stay put right here. I'll be one of the, been one of the few for the Renegades that has been in the starting rotation all year long. Him and Boyer are the two names that come to mind. And some of the other slots have been rotated in and out. Wilmsmeyer is sort of now making a consistent spot in that rotation too. One-two pitch, grounded out to second. It's a high chopper. Ott now coming in on a hop. He throws the first and just in time. And they're going to rule that Maslowski came off the bag. And I don't know about that one. It looked like Mazlowski certainly was still on the bag when the throw came, and right footer Jack Medeshik has his arms out wide. I don't even think he understands why the runner was called safe. They put a hit on the scoreboard, but I certainly believe if they're going to call the runner safe there, that that should be ruled an error, and I don't agree with the card regardless. So, a couple calls really in this one that the Renegades have not had go their way. So they're going to rule it a hit on the scoreboard, but regardless, Wagner reaches. So one-on-one -on -one out for the Mustangs. A pretty big lead out there for Wagner, too. First pitch on the outside corner called Trek Tukoski. I don't care what anyone says. I'm putting that down as an error on my own personal scorebook. Regardless, I think he was out as I really don't see how Mazlowski's foot came off the bag there. But regardless, we'll put it down as an error. Runner going, here's the pitch, swung on a miss, Horsler's throw to second, and safely is the stolen base for Wagner. So he takes second and is up into scoring position. 
So now runner at second with one out, but an 0-2 count to Koski as it was a swinging strike. So now even with the runner at second base and one out, a chance to potentially halt a rally here if Malpe can get Koski on this next pitch. He's ahead of him, no balls and two strikes. They don't hold the runner on at second. Malpe a quick look. 0-2 pitch is low, so now one ball and two strikes. Jax Heimel waits on deck to catch her tonight for the Mustang. Saw him behind the plate as well on Sunday. Off day yesterday for the Renegades. The Mustangs did play and won a one-run ball game to get back in the win column. So after the ball, Malpe still ahead in a one-ball, two-strike count. He'll check the runner a couple times, trying to keep him close. Here's the pitch. Line softly. Matashek now moving back a couple steps. He makes the catch for out number two. Runner going to tag and head to third as the throw comes back in. No chance to get the runner moving up. So now they're tying around 90 feet away, but out number two recorded by Maltby gets Koski to fly out to right. So we'll see. The air could potentially come back to hurt Maltby if the runner comes in to score from third base. Has struck a corporate this inning and just got Koski to fly out to right. So Wagner now at third base after tagging up. And it's going to be up to Jax Heimel to drive him in with two outs. Malpe now back on the mound. A light wave of the bat for the right-handed batting catcher. And now waits the first pitch. Way outside. Horstler able to snap it up on the way by. It's now 1-0 on Heimel. Runner leads off at third base. Wagner reached on a questionable area, aerial error call. Sorry, stole second, then moved up to third on the fly ball. This one misses outside. It's now two and zero on Heimel. Malpe looking to strand the tying run at third base. Renegades lead this one one to nothing with two outs in the bottom of the second inning. Runner off at third base. 2-0 pitch on the way is swung on grounded foul off to the left side out of play. So now two balls and a strike to Heimel. Petrosino waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Malpe obviously hoping it's not as if he can strand the tying run at third base with two outs here. Malpe now back on the mound out of the stretch. Here's the 2-1 just off the inside corner. So now it's run to a three ball one strike count. Two outs have been recorded. Malpe has retired five of the first six batters that he's faced. The one to reach stands at third. 3-1 pitch now to Heimel. Grounded up the middle. Moving to his right. A sliding stop by Ott. The long throw to first. And what a fine play to end the inning and keep the Mustangs off the board. Nicely done by the Renegade's second baseman as he slid to his right, quickly popped up, and delivered a strike to Mazlowski at first base. So error doesn't come around to hurt the Renegades, and they strain a runner at third. We'll head to the bottom. Excuse me, the top of the third inning. Renegades lead this one 1-0 one on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. 
Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Renegades will now look to play add-on as we head to the top of the third inning here in St. Joe, Missouri on the Shumway Sports Network. Thanks for listening in, everybody, on your Tuesday evening. Renegades looking to win their fourth straight and it all started with the number nine, Joe Herschler, to get the third inning going. Renegade jumped out in front, one to nothing last inning, thanks to Jackson Lovich, RBI double down the left field line. Mustangs then got a runner to third with two outs last inning, but it was left stranded thanks to a fine sliding stop and put out by the second baseman, Colby Ott. Otherwise, this game would be knotted up at one apiece. So back out for the third inning, Mason Holden delivers to Herschler. This one up and away, one and oh on the Renegades catcher. We'll go back to the top after Hersler in Forte and Wilmsmeyer. This one nabs the inside corner snell ball and a strike. But no one on back to the fast working Mason Holton. Seen him do that whenever the Renegades did not have runners on base. A little longer look in here. Here's the 1-1 pitch grounded weakly out to shortstop. Carey coming in on a hop. He makes a throw over to first base in time to get Hersler one up one down in this top of the third inning. That was a nice play by the Mustang shortstop carry and was kind of off balance when he made that throw but delivered it perfectly to the first baseman Wagner. Snell will go back to Forte with one out and nobody on. Forte hit an infield single in the first at-bat of this ball game but then was ruled out on a Wilmsmeyer flat when they ruled that he did not touch second base on the way back. That was the verdict on that call. Looks at a ball here to get his at-bat underway now 1-0. Pitch is swung on and missed. Now 1-1 count to Forte. Renegades have two hits their first time through the lineup. 1-1 pitch on the way is flied weakly out to shallow left field. Couple guys going out after it. It's going to be the shortstop, and he lets it fall in front of him. It's in fair territory. Forte on his way to second base, and he is in there standing with a blue double that fell in just about a perfect spot as possible. Shortstop carry who I was just applauding for the nice play for the first out overran that ball and it dropped just on the right side of the fair foul line and once Forte saw that he was on his way to second base for a one out double that's about as good as you could take one there. Not hit hard and seemed to hung up in the air for a pretty long time but right there in the dead zone between the shortstop third baseman and left fielder. So now a runner in scoring position as this pitch is inside ball one to Wilmsmeyer. Renegades can double one if Forte, if, uh, Forte can come around to score on a Wilmsmeyer hit. Forte, like he usually does, dancing off a of second base. And that'll cause Holton to step off the mound here. With the speed of Forte out at second base, he most likely would think that any ball that finds outfield grass would likely score him from second base. 1-0 to Wilmsmeyer is swung on, hit high in the air, out to right field. Right fielder Bodenhausen coming in. He plants the feet and makes the catch head high for out number two. Forte will stay put at second base. 
So after the unlucky bloop double for Holton, he comes right back to get Wilmsmeyer to fly out to right field. And I'll be up to Jack Matiszek. Delivered all night on Sunday. Drove in three runs. And on Saturday as well, he had four hits. So he is a scorching hot Renegades hitter. And if the Renegades want to score a run or more in this third inning, it's going to be up to him with two outs. Forte off a of second base. First pitch to Matiszek. Up and away now. One ball, no strike count on the Renegades right fielder. He grounded out to second and the top of the first inning for the Renegades. Now looks to give them their fourth hit and potentially drive in a run. Forte still dancing out there. This pitch on the inside corner. So now one ball, one strike. Matiszek, ladies and gentlemen, has gone back to the red cleats. He wore the whites for two games at home on Saturday and Sunday. He's back to sporting the bright red here tonight. Cleat watch for Matiszek will surely continue on for the rest of this regular season. 1-1 pitch. His time was actually called and even though Holton did deliver the pitch, time was granted, so pitch does not count, so it'll stay at one ball and one strike to Matiszek. Holton looking to get through three innings of one-run baseball. Checks the runner Forte out at second base, and now delivers the 1-1. This one skips in there, but blocked by the catcher Heimel, but now two ball, one strike count to Matiszek. I believe the bullpens at this field are out behind the outfield wall, much like you would see in a professional stadium, but not at any of the other Mink League ones. So that'll be fun once we get to that point where people start warming up. As Matiszek fouls this pitch off, out of play into the stands. So now we're even at two balls and two strikes. St. Joe has got it going on here at Fillwood Stadium. We have the bouncy house out in right, the party deck out beyond the right field wall, the bullpens in the outfield. 2-2 pitch, way up and in, Forte going to try and swipe third, and he's in there with a head-first plunge as he swipes third base on ball three to Matiszek. Catcher Heimel made it a close play with a good throw, but Forte was in there safely head-first. And he'll have to take a trip to Capital Laundries. There's now dirt all up and down that jersey and pants. 3-2 now, Forte way off a third as this one is fouled straight back off the net. We'll do the full count pitch again. This inning got underway with a Joe Herschler ground out. Adonis Forte hit a bloop double down the left field line. Wolfsmeyer flew out and Forte just stole third, so runner at third with two outs. Here's a 3-2 to Matiszek. Just off the inside corner, Heimel tried to steal that one for strike three. Don't know if I'd take that one again, but Matiszek gets the call here, and he'll trot on down to first base with a two-out walk. So now Luke Fuller an opportunity with runners at the corners and two outs. Renegades already up 1-0 thanks to scoring one in the second and a chance to add on here in the third. Away game number eight on the season for the Renegades. They currently lead it. Here's the first pitch to Fuller. Swung on a miss for strike one. Fuller walked and came around to score when he hit last inning out of the cleanup spot. Now a chance to do more damage for the Renegades. Holton Pace now slowed a bit with the runners on the corners. Matiszek at first, Forte at third. 0-1 pitch is fouled off to the right side. And now Holton a strike away from getting out of the jam. Roslovich waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Hopefully it does because that would mean the Renegades have either loaded the bases or scored at least a run here. Matiszek held on at first by Wagner. Here's the 0-2. This one fouled out of play. And Fuller continuing to battle once again. We'll have an 0-2 pitch.
Going to get a couple of new baseballs delivered to the home plate umpire. Before this 0-2 pitch once again to Luke Fuller. He's now got him and holding now ready to deliver. He struck out two, walked one, had given up three hits. Actually walked two now after the Matashek walk. Here's the 0-2 to Fuller. Swung on and missed in the dirt and held on to by Haim on that ends the inning. So the Renegades threaten but come up empty. So we'll head to the bottom of the third inning. Renegades lead this one 1-0 one on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walkoff Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. back out there for this bottom of the third inning now looking to get through three scoreless and keep the Renegades out in front as they currently hold a one nothing lead here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much to everyone who's been tuning in with us so far tonight. I hope you continue to stick with us for the next six and a third innings. Six and a half innings, pardon me. So now I'll be going to work first pitch of this inning is up and in just off the plate. Strike one to Tyler Petrosino. Excuse me, ball one. I said up in and off the plate and then contradicted myself. It was ball one. So now one and zero to Petrosino. Next pitch is lined out to center field. Forte, I don't think he saw it in the sun and that's going to fall in front of him for a leadoff base hit. I don't know if he would have had a play, but I think that one went right into the sun because he was covering his eyes with his glove and did not move on first step. So it falls. That's a leadoff base hit for Petrosino. Scoreboard have it as their second hit of the ball game, ruling the Jack Wagner hit last inning as a single, but believe that one should go down an error. So, in my eyes, the first hit of the ball game, courtesy of Petrosino, a single to center field, and he's now off of first base to lead off the bottom of the third. Number nine hitter Will Dryberg looks at one low and inside. Now a ball on him. After this, it'll be Bowden Housing, the leadoff hitter, waits on deck. First baseman Mazlowski does hold Petrosino on at first base. Malpe the far through two innings has struck out one hitter. Here's his 1-0 pitch to Dryberg on the outside corner. About a perfect location as you can do it. And now it's a 1-1 count. Crowd get into it a little bit with some applause. Trying to will the Mustangs to come back from what is currently one nothing deficit. Plenty of time rolling the bottom of the third. Is this one hit high in the air out to center field? 
couple people go out. Ott's going to make the catch in shallow, shallow center, and that's out number one. Think Forte was still battling the sun there. As he came in, he had both hands trying to cover his eyes, and the second baseman, Colby Ott, was the one who went out to catch the pop-up in shallow center field. So no harm, no foul, and out number one is recorded. Triberg will head on back. Petrosino still at first base, and I'll bring up Bodenhausen, who lined out to the leaping second baseman, Ott's to start this bottom of the first, start the bottom of the first. We're currently in the bottom of the third. So Ott's been busy tonight. Recorded two outs in the first, another in the second, and now one in the third. Runner going. The throw down to second base by Herschler is going to be late, and that's going to allow Petrosino to move into scoring position on the stolen base. The second stolen base on the evening for the Mustangs. So Petrosino now with one out is going to swipe second base. Pitch was called a strike. It's now 0-1 on Bodenhausen. Dylan Carey waits on deck. Maltby, through the first two and a third innings have work, has not allowed a run, and will now step off the mound here and look the runner Petrosino back to the bag. Mustangs did have a threat in the second inning, had a runner at third base with two outs before a nice sliding stop on a ground out by Otts. Ended the inning. Now once again have a runner in scoring position, this time at second base with one out. Oh, one pitch, just off the inside corner. Bodenhausen did a good job of selling that one too by trying to bend out of the way. Looked to be a pretty good pitch, but off the inside corner. It's now one and one. Petrosino at second, he just swipes second. Currently there with one out, Renegades up one nothing. This one skips in there, blocked by Herschler, nicely done to keep the runner at second base, but now two balls and a strike on Bodenhausen. At the leadoff hitter with one out in the third inning for the Mustangs, it's Bodenhausen who lined out to second his first time up. He's 0 for 1. Malpe will check the runner. Here's the 2-1. This one grounded weakly out to short. Lovich will play it on a hop and throws a strike over to first base. That's out number two. Runner does move up to third base as it was slowly hit. But there is now two outs as Bodenhausen is taken care of for the second time. And a re-up to Dylan Carey to try and keep this third inning going. Lovich had to wait back on that one at short. But when he did field it, delivered a strike over to Mislowski at first base. And now runner at third base with two outs for the second straight inning for the Mustangs. We'll see if their fortunes change here in the third and can drive him in. They weren't able to do it in the second. So carry in. He grounded out the second his first time up. Petrosino off a third. Here's the first pitch. This one hit in the air out to left center field. Forte gliding after it, not even at a full sprint. And he makes the catch head high for out number three. And Maltby strands the runner. So once again, Mustangs get a runner to third, but they can't score him. So we'll head to the fourth. Renegades up one to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you?
We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Final warm-up pitch just thrown for Mason Holton. As he's now ready to go to get this fourth inning underway. Currently pitching in a deficit. Renegades lead this one one to nothing. But he's been effective regardless. Through three innings, he struck out three batters to go with two walks, three hits, giving up one run. And he'll face Ross Lovich to get this inning going. Top of the fourth here at Phil Welch Stadium. We're going to have five, six, seven in the Renegades order due up. And here's the first pitch to Ross Lovich. Line down the right field line, but that's out of play. So... No balls and a strike on Lovich, who struck out swinging his first time up. He's followed by Jackson Lovich and Colby Ott. Ross taking a few extra seconds out of the box, and now back in for the 0-1. Just on the outside corner. Looked to be a little wide, but it finds the zone. So now no balls and two strikes. Lovich going to have to battle here against Holton. Back into the box. Holton already ready to go. Here's the 0-2. Swung on and missed. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night to Ross Lovich. Didn't necessarily have a whole lot of luck there in that at bat, but he is retired for the first out of this fourth inning. So he struck out on three pitches. That's the fourth strikeout of the evening for starter Mason Holden. Allowed just a one run and now facing a batter in Jackson Lovich, who he allowed an RBI double two in the second. His pitch bends in there, but it's just high for ball one. Holden almost ready to go when the batter steps back in and Lowridge looks at a ball. So now two balls, no strikes on the Renegade shortstop. Renegade's got three hits so far through the first three and a third innings. Looking to add to it here, up one to nothing. This one up and away, and now three and oh on the Renegade shortstop. Lovich back in, Holton ready to go. Here comes the 3-0 pitch up high, and that's a four-pitch, one-out walk to Lovich. He reaches for the second time tonight. So that'll bring up Colby Odd and a chance to add to this Renegade lead thanks to Lovich just reaching on a four-pitch walk. Just joining us, thanks so much for listening in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Thanks. Again, to Doc and Norm, who have been great partners with us all season long. First pitch to Ott misses up, and that's now five straight balls thrown by the starter, Mason Holton, that walked two coming into this inning, just walked his third in Lovich, and now behind 1-0 to Colby Ott. He struck out swinging his first time up. Off of first base is Lovich. He's held on by Wagner. This one fly down the right field line, out of play, and into the stands for strike one. So now 1-1 one one on Ott. Maslowski waits in the on-deck spot. If this inning does continue, it would, unless Ott finds a way to hit into a double play, which we saw happen in the first when Forte was called out for not touching the bag. Pitch, Jackson Lovich is running, and he's in there without a throw, a stolen base. Catcher Hyman was up with it, but didn't even make a throw down to second base. Now a runner in scoring position for the Renegades, thanks to the Jackson Lovich stolen base, the second stolen base of the night so far for the Renegades. First came by Forte, stealing third base last inning. 
Now odd in a 2-1 count, looks at ball three. Lovich going to try and go to third. The tag, and just in front of it is Lovich. He's now at third base as that was a bang-bang play. Ball did not kick away very far, and Heimel delivered a good throw, but just about a half a second in front of the tag was the sliding Lovich, and he's now moved up all the way from first to third on back-to-back back -back, back -back pitches. Give him the stolen base there as this one's lined to left, sinking fast, and that's down for an RBI single, and the Renegades double their lead as Lovich trots on home, and Colby on as delivered with one out here in the fourth inning. So the back-to-back -back stolen bases by Lovich prove large, and what would have been first and second one out turns into a Renegades run thanks to him swiping second and third, and Colby off delivers gets the second Renegades run of the game. It's now one-on-one -on -one out. Levi Mazlowski steps in and looks at a ball low here, so 1-0. He lined out to short his first time up, ended the second inning. Colby Ott, who just singled home a run to make it 2-0 in the fourth, leads off a of first. Here's the 1-0 pitch up high, and now 2-0. We have seen some bit of a loss of control here by Holton in this fourth inning. Walked Lovich on four pitches, and then was in a 1-1 count to Colby Ott when he gave up a single to left field. Now 2-0 to Mazlowski. Ott off of first base. They're going to throw over, and he dives back in their head first safely. Renegades have scored one in the second on a Jackson Lovich RBI double, and then just scored here in the fourth on a Colby Ott RBI single. This one fouled off as Ott was running there, so head back to first base. Now two and one, the count on the batter. His run for the Renegades this inning, aided by two stolen bases. And then Ott's single to left. No play for the left fielder. Koski allowed the run to easily score from third base. This one lined out to right. That's going to get down for a hit. And Ott's going to try and go from first to third. Throw comes back in. It's going to be cut off. And Ott's now up to third base on the Levi Mazlowski single. And Renegades have first and third still with one out in the fourth inning. Mazlowski goes opposite way for his first hit of the night. And Ott got a great read on that low sinking line drive and went from first to third on it. And now another run for the Renegades 90 feet away with one out. It's now the fifth hit of the evening as we're one out into this fourth for the Renegades. They lead this one two to nothing. And now Joe Herschler steps in. First pitch to him. Misses off the plate now one and zero. This inning started with a Ross Lovich strikeout swinging for Jackson Lovich walked, stole second and third, scored on the Colby Ott single to left, and then Ott just went first to third on the Levi Mazlowski single. This one now low and now a 2-0 and oh count. Mason Holton. Pace now slowed once again a little bit with runners at the corners and one out. Pitching out of the stretch with Levi Mazlowski at first and Colby Ott at third. And he's going to lightly throw on over to first base. Mazlowski back in there safely. After the pickoff attempt over to first base, the pitcher holding back on the mound. Not a big lead at first base as this one is foul off to the right side. Herschel grounded out to the shortstop on a nice running play his first time up last inning. Now hits for the fifth batter this inning to come to the plate for the Renegades and an RBI opportunity too for the Renegades catcher. Renegades up 2-0 now thanks to one in the second and one in this inning. Here's the pitch. 
This one fouled off once again, and back-to-back -back fouls has us even at two balls and two strikes. Double play depth for the Mustangs, so you'd like to see Herschel at least just put it in play. And as long as it's not a ground ball right at a defender, you'd think there's a pretty good chance that a run scores. One thing you can't do here is strike out and give Holt in the second out of the inning. He sets. Here's the 2-2 pitch. This one in there low. Blocked by the catcher Heimel, so both runners stay put. But now a full count to the Jefferson City catcher. A ball away from loading the bases with one out for Adonis Forte, who is 2-2 two two waiting on deck. Two hits and a walk this inning to go with one strikeout. And now a 3-2 pitch coming to Hersler. Runners to take their leads at the corners. This one outside, and the Renegades will have him loaded. Second walk of the inning as Mason Holton loses Horsler. And now it's going to lead to a meeting at the mound. We'll see how long the leash will be for Holton as he is starting to unravel here a little bit in this top of the fourth. Ott still at third base. He went first to third on the Maslowski single. Maslowski just moving up to second base on the walk, and the Renegades have him loaded. There is someone throwing. It is a left-hander down there in that Mustangs bullpen, so they do have someone up potentially. Obviously so far out there in right center field, don't know who, but it is a left-handed throwing pitcher. Could be Michael Franca. That's one of the left-handed pitchers lift, listed on the roster. Also could be Dawson Smith. I believe at a quick glance of this roster, those are the only two left-handed pitchers that they have, but we'll just have to wait and see. Neither of them coming in the ballgame here is just a mound meeting, but big spot here for Donis Forte. Already two for two bats now with the bases loaded. First pitch, fouled straight back, now 0-1. Forte had an infield single and a perfectly placed bloof double, so he's living right here tonight. We'll see if he could scald one and potentially clear the bases. Mustangs play a double play depth, except the first baseman is in at the corner. This one out to center field. It's going to be caught by the shortstop and too far off the bag was Maslowski, but the throw pulls the second baseman off and they won't get a double play. Shortstop carry one out just beyond... The grass out in short left center field made the leaping catch, and Maslowski was way off the bag. Would have been a dead duck for a double play, but trying to shovel the ball back in was the shortstop, and it pulled the second baseman off the bag. So the Renegades given new life. Still bases loaded now with two outs. First pitch to Wonsmeyer up and away for ball one. So it should have been a line-out double play to end this inning and strand the bases loaded. Gives the Renegades one more chance. As this one swung on him, it's now 1-1 one one on Wolmsmeyer. He's 0-2 with a fly out to center and a fly out to right. It's odd off a third, Maslowski off a second, and Herschler off a of first base. Renegades looking to add to a 2-0 lead. Pitch to Wolmsmeyer, fouled off and now 1-2. and two. Renegades were almost doubled off just a moment ago, but now let's see if they can take advantage of the new life that they have been given. Holton once again working quick now out of the windup. Runners aren't held on. Here's the 1-2. This one at the air to right. Going after the right fielder. He's still running, and he won't have a play, and that's down up against the wall. One run in. They're going to wave around all three as Wolmsmeyer's head into third base, throw into second. Wolmsmeyer now caught in a rundown, but all three runs have scored. They run him back to second base and make the tag, but he'll take it, and that might have been intentionally to try and draw away from throwing the ball to home plate where Herscher would have been a bang-bang play. But Wolmsmeyer's tagged out to end the inning, but not before he triples or doubles home all three runs. So Renegades score four. They lead this one five to nothing as we'll head to bottom of the fourth on the Show Me Sports Network.
creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Freddie Malty now given a 5-0 lead to work with as we're here in the bottom of the fourth on the Show Me Sports Network. Some clutch hitting last inning for the Renegades led them to push four across the dish and leave the inning with a five-run lead. First of the four runs came on an RBI single to left by Colby Ott. And then with one out in the bases loaded, Donis Forte lined out to the shortstop. Looked like it should have been a double play to end the inning, but the shortstop tried to throw back to second, and it pulled the second baseman off the bag. Otherwise, Levi Maslowski would have been a dead duck. And boy, did the Renegades take advantage as Ty Wonsmeyer doubled down the right field line, scoring all three runners. Runners at first, second, and third all came around to score, and Ott, Maslowski, and Hersler. And Wolmsmeyer, who was trying to head to third on the play, got caught in a rundown. And while he was in that rundown, Hersler, who was only about halfway to home plate when the throw came in, was able to cross the dish. So don't know whether that was intentional because maybe if Wolmsmeyer stops the second, they throw home. But they'll take it as three runs come in to score, and now a 5 nothing Renegades lead and a 1-1 count now to Michael Pauly. It'll be Polly Corper and Wagner, 3-4-5 in the Mustangs order. Due up as they've now got a rally in this one. 1-1 one, one pitch, low and inside as Malpe misses. Now two balls and one strikes. Polly grounded out to third base to end the first inning. Now bats here to lead this inning off and promptly singles into center field for a leadoff base hits. The second hit of the evening so far for, for the Mustangs. Ball was not hit all that hard, but sent right about where it came from and found outfield grass to get this fourth inning going. Corper will now step in with a runner on first base and nobody out. Renegades now got a five-run lead to work with. They've got six hits already through the first four innings. As Herschel's going to go out and have a meeting at the mound with the starter. Don't know if we'll see the St. Joe starting pitcher Mason Holton out there for the fifth inning things seem to really unravel for him in the fourth and there is even movement out there in that bullpen so we'll see if that's gonna be the end of the line for him regardless if it is he so far has given up five earned runs Malpe after the meeting back on the mound he'll face Carl Corper the left-handed batting DH with one on and nobody out pretty big lead for the runner as this one misses outside for a ball it's Paulie the third baseman who leads off of first he just singled to center to get this inning underway. 
Malpe will quickly check the runner. Maslowski holds him on at first base. And here's the 1-0. This one low and away. Nice block by Hersler. But now a two-ball, no-strike count on Korper. Malpe got a win in his last start last Tuesday in Sedalia. If he can continue to weather this Mustangs lineup, he's got a good shot at winning another as he's been given a five run to support through the first four innings. 2-0 pitch, grounded to first. Maslowski is going to have a play, but it's foul. So two balls and one strike now as that one was foul just beyond the first base bag on the right side. So far to reach base for the Mustangs. Wagner reached on a air on a questionable questionable call in the second. Scoreboard here currently has a hit, but I will just go on out on a limb and say I don't agree with that call. Petrosino singled last inning, and then a single here in this one by Pauly. As the 2-1 pitch misses low and inside, it's now 3-1 and on Corper, and Maltby in danger of letting back-to-back -back base runners reach to get this fourth inning underway, taking them out after just being given four runs scored in the top of the fourth. He checks the runner, Polly at first base. Now sets the side on Corper. Runner going, this one outside. Oh, no, it's a called strike, so that back going to continue, but the throw is sailed into center field, and that's going to allow Polly to move all the way up to third. Call was made that it just grabbed the outside corner for strike two to run it full, but it was short hopped and skipped on its way into center field. So now a runner at third base with nobody out in Michael Polly. He gets credit for the stolen base and then advance on the throwing error. They rule that is the first error of the Knights. Goes away the Renegades. So now a runner on third, but a full count thanks to the called strike on Carl Korper. Malpe looking to get him right here. Here's the pitch. This one fouled off to the left side. So now we'll do the 3-2 pitch once again. Strikeout here would be big. Could you really would give yourself a chance to start to put things in motion if you want to get out of this get out of this inning without allowing a run. The Renegades on the infield do concede the run. Makes sense when you're up 5-0. Would rather get the out here and let the run score. Malpe into the lineup. Here's the 3-2 again. Fouled off. And once again, we'll stay put right here. Ball comes down off the net. So the on-deck hitter, Jack Wagner, will have to run over and get it. So while we wait for him to do out, now we're ready to go. So once again, the 3-2 pitch. Malpe was out of the windup last time, out of the stretch here, and misses up and away for a ball, and the first two have reached. And now first and third with nobody out for St. Joe. It'll be interesting to see here, because Malpe, I just noticed, has switched between he went out of the windup for the previous 3-2 pitch that was fouled, but then there went out of the stretch. So I don't know if that's an effort to maybe throw off the base runner. We'll now have to go to pretty much permanently this stretch with the runner now at first base. So first and third, nobody else. Mustangs looking to get back into this one. They trail five to nothing. And Wagner, who reached on that error in the second, steps into the box. Right-handed batting first baseman facing the right-handed pitcher, Malpe. First pitch misses up and now one and now. First walk of the evening dished out by Malpe, just there to Corper. He's given up two hits as well. The second of them coming to lead off this inning. Pauly then still second and moved up to third on the air. So Malpe back in. Here's the 1-0 pitch. This pitch is going to find the zone now. One ball, one strike count on Wagner. Wagner did advance to third base with two outs in the second, but did not score. So Mustangs held off the scoreboard for the first three innings, but they've got something working here with nobody out 
and two on in the fourth. Runners at the corners. Renegades play back, double play depth. Here's the 1-1. One, one. This one grounded to third. Runner going to have to hold as they go to second for one. Ott's got a return throw to first. Is just in time and just what the doctor ordered. A double play and the run does not score. Perfectly dialed up by Maltby as he pumps his fist over to the left side of the infield. Showing it to Wilmsmeyer and Jackson Lovich. And now a potential magic act here if Maltby can get the batter Koski and get out of the inning without allowing a run. It was hit pretty sharply to Wilmsmeyer. That so sharply that the runner Pauly could not leave third. Otherwise he would have been a dead duck. And Wilmsmeyer then went to second to get Corper and all the way around to first to get Wagner who was... Not moving too quickly up the lines. Now two out, runner on third, 5-0 lead. Pitch is flown in the air, out to center. Fuel Forte on his horse, going after it, and he makes the running grab over the shoulder. Nice grab, and the Renegades turn in some defense and go from first and third, nobody out, and two pitches later, strain them all. So still 5-0 Renegades. We'll head to the fifth. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. This one five to nothing as this is Ben Schmidt with the Show Me Sports Network coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. And with that, let me remind you to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes range from 1 to 100 or beyond. They do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style just like they did today and tonight on the way back. So to book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Thanks again, once again, to Doc and Norm. So Renegades up 5 to nothing. Matashek will lead this inning off. Still facing the right-hander. This one on a high bounce out to second base. The throw on to first just in time to get Matashek as Dryberg delivers a strike. And one pitch for one out here in the fifth. Mason Holt so far four innings. Four strikeouts to go with four walks and six hits. Has given up five earned runs. And now takes them out. One out here into this fifth inning. Gets Matashek to ground out second on the first pitch. Will now face Luke Fuller, followed by Ross Lovich. First pitch to Fuller, just on the outside corner for strike one. This game still scoreless for the Mustangs, thanks to some sort of a magic act pulled off there by the Renegade starter, Brady Maltby, who has now pitched four scoreless innings. Mustangs 
as this one misses for a ball. Had runners on first and third with nobody out before a ground ball sharply hit to Wilsmeyer. Had the runner have to stay put at third base, otherwise he would have been out. And the Renegades on the ground ball ended up turning two. And then one pitch later got the fly ball to end the inning as Fuller skies this one in the air out to second base. And the second baseman, Dryberg, makes the catch on the pop-up and very quickly three have two have been retired on just four pitches. So... Last inning, Mustangs went from first and third, nobody out, to two pitches later being out of the inning with no run scored. How about that for Malpe? But now very quickly retired have been Matashek and Fuller. Matashek grounded out on the first pitch, and Fuller only saw two pitches before popping out on the third. So through four pitches, Holden has made quick work of the Renegades here, now faces Ross Lovich. This one hit in the air on the infield, and it looks like it's going to be a five-pitch inning if they can make the catch. It's going to be the shortstop who, at shoulder height, made the grab and quickly threw the ball, but they ruled catch, and five pitches is all it takes for Mason Holden to go ground out, pop out, pop out, and Lovich retired to end the inning. So Malpe can have to quickly come right back out as we head to the bottom of the fifth. Renegades lead this one 5 to nothing. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Freddie Maltby happened to come back very quickly to pitch this bottom of the fifth inning. Feels like just a few breaths ago, he was pitching in a nobody out, runners on first and third situation. Needs two pitches to get out of that, and then the Renegades only see five pitches when they come to the plate in the top of the fifth inning. They retired in order and send us here to the bottom of the fifth. Renegades on top, five to nothing. They've got five runs, six hits, and one error. Meanwhile, the home Mustangs have no runs on two hits. They have made an error as well. Excuse me, they have not made an error. Both errors made by the Renegades, so... First pitch delivered by Maltby is off the outside corner. Now a 1-0 count. Maltby's 1-0 pitch is hit in the air out to center. Forte now going back on it. Seems to have slowed up and makes the catch for out number one. That retires Jax Heimel to get this bottom of the fifth going. So Heimel retired. Maltby seems to be looking pretty good out there on the mound. He's so far pitched four and a third. Only struck out one, but also only walked one and only given up two hits. Also not given up a run so far. So he's been great and has given, given, been given pretty run support to work with. Through the first five innings, trying to get to put up five runs. First pitch on the way. Skips in there for ball one to Tyler Petrosino. We're at eight, followed by nine in the Mustangs order and Petrosino and Dryberg. Heimel just flew out to center to get this inning going. 
Here's the 1-0 pitch, also low, so a 2-0 count. Seems like about this time last week, I consistently was talking about how the Renegades would keep alternating a couple wins, a couple losses, never more than two of either. And it would be games where they got either the offense and no pitching or the pitching and no offense. But tonight, hopefully continuing what would be their fourth straight win. But they've gotten both, which I think is a great sign to see. And once you can start getting both the offense and pitching at the same time, this is a Renegades team that certainly has the talent to really get on a roll as ball was just one was just called a strike and now a foul ball so two and two to Petrosino. I mean Renegades have gotten good pitching now for a, about a week or so if you look at their schedule they only gave up two runs on Saturday or on Sunday they did give up five on Saturday as this one is fouled off once again still two and two but before that gave up four four two through like if you look at their last week or so pitching has been good and when you look at some offensive outputs seven six seven ten six They've got five already today. I mean, it's it's good things on the horizon for the Renegades looking to win their fourth in a row and move to 10-9. and nine. So after the foul, here's the 2-2 pitch once again to Petrosino. One out, nobody on. This one fly to left, but that's going to get out of play. Back-to-back -back foul balls off the bat of Petrosino. So after back-to-back -back fouls, here's the 2-2. Nobody on, one out, and here's Malpe's pitch. This one going inside, and now it's run full to Petrosino. Petrosino single to center and then stole a base his last time up. Advanced to third, but did not score. Here's the 3-2 from Maltby. This one fouled off, and Petrosino continuing to battle here. Has fouled off a couple pitches in a two-strike count. Just took a ball a moment ago and has run it all the way full. Maltby now having to really work after retired the previous three hitters that he had faced on just a couple of pitches. This at bat's gone longer than the last three outs combined from Malpe. 3-2 once again. Chest up and Herschler tried to get that one. I think Malpe thought it was in there too. But that's a one-out walk. Petrosino reaches base for the second time tonight. That pitch did not miss by much. Don't know if I'd take that one again in a two-strike count. So now Petrosino, a threat to run, leads off of first base with one out. Renegades lead this one 5 to nothing, and Will Dryberg, who popped out to second his first time up, will come to the dish looking to get a rally going. Into the box now is Dryberg. Did not start the game on Sunday, but came in as a pinch runner and stayed in the game late. Runner off the first. The first pitch skips in there, and it gets away from Herschler, and that's going to allow the runner to move up to second base. It was low and away. Herschler tried to make a backhanded pick at it, but it bounced off the glove and high up uh, high up enough into the air to allow the runner Petrosino jogging up to second base. So he's now in scoring position and certainly has the speed to score on a ball that touches outfield grass. So an opportunity for the Mustangs to get on the board. They have been blinked the first four and a third. Only two hits so far for the Mustangs. Alpi checks the runner. Here's the 1-0. This one hit high in the air to center. Playable for Forte couple steps back now coming in on it he camps under it and he makes the catch for out number two good bounce back there by Maltby gets Dryberg to fly out keeps Petrosino at second it'll take a two out magic here for the Mustangs to score their first run or more and it'll be up to Bodenhausen who's lined out and grounded out he's over two bats with the runner here at second base and two out Maltby looking to get through inning number five here would put himself in line for a win certainly Pretty good spot to do so as he's been gifted five runs of support and also looks like Maltby the way he's been 
outside of a couple long at-bats, he's been working pretty efficiently. I think he has a chance to go deep into this game. As his first pitch is grounded to third, it's in fair territory. Wolfsmeyer, a long throw in time over to first base. And Maltby, after the runner on single with one out, needs just two pitches to get the next two, thanks to Wolfsmeyer throwing over to Meslowski. So we'll head to the six. Renegades lead this one five to nothing. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Renegades coming back here to get this top of the sixth inning going. And speaking of bats, I want to remind everyone about Walk Off Wood Bat Company. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, Walk-Off Wood Bad Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. As the first pitch to Jackson Lobich is low for a ball. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they offer also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. One and one now to Jackson Lovich. This pitch is up for a ball, so now two and one. It'll be Lovich, Ott, and Meslowski. They were the igniters in the inning that saw four runs come to the plate for the Renegades in the fourth as Solovich swings and misses there. So now two balls and two strikes despite giving up the five runs. Holden is back out there attempting to go six innings. And really, if you if you look at the line, he's given up the five runs. As I'll explain more after this 2-2 pitch delivered to Lovich. It's low, so now it's run full. But three of those five runs came in on the Ty Wilmsmeyer RBI double down the right field line. And it wasn't even a ball that was hit all that hard. It just got up into the air and then continued to carry. As the 3-2 pitch to Lowe, which is grounded to the right side. Second baseman, a sliding effort. He's up with it. The throw is just in time to get Lovich. What a fine connection from the second baseman, Dreiberg, to the first baseman, Wagner. And Lovich and the first baseman, Wagner, actually collided because it was a bang-bang play. Wagner was down for a second before Lovich went over to help him up. So despite being caught out in the play, Lovich 
showing some real good sportsmanship there. Made sure the first baseman who he collided with was okay. And he is retired on a fine play by the second baseman, Dryberg. Otherwise, that ball was headed for an infield single. So Lovich is retired. Tough luck there. First time he's been out tonight. First out of the sixth inning. But what I was going to say about Holton's night is he's just one pitch from so far having pitched five and a third innings of two-run ball. And he's also struck out four hitters. He is really not pitched all that bad. Just had the one bugaboo on the bases clearing double as first pitch to Ott. It's another bang-bang play. But the shortstop fires a missile just in time to get Ott. And back-to-back -back fine defensive plays turned in here by the Mustangs. And Renegades looking at two straight innings where they've been at the plate for all of about five combined minutes. We'll see if Maslowski more inclined to take a couple pitches here. As even though it was full count to Lovich, without quick Holton works since he was recorded via an out. And then the next pitch, a ground ball to Ott. It's been a quick half inning. Is this one now grounded, but it's foul. So Maslowski will stay in the batter's box. Hovich retired to get this inning going on a nice sliding play by the second, second baseman, Dryberg, and then Ante first pitch ground out to the shortstop. Swing and miss here by Maslowski. Now quickly 0-2 on the Renegades' first baseman. Holton looking for strikeout number five on the evening. He's an out away from pitching through six. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. Did he go? They're going to say Maslowski did. And on the half swing attempt, he is rung up for strike three. So strikeout number five will send us to the bottom of the six. Holton has made his way through six innings. We'll see if Maltby can do the same when we're right back in just a moment. Renegades up five to nothing. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727 421 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Brady Maltby will get his six innings started facing Dylan Carey, 
who's 0 for 2 stepping out into the batter's box. We carry Polly and Corper 2-3-4 in this Mustangs order. They've got to get a rally going here soon. As even though it's the 6, they've got 12 outs to score at least 5 runs. They've got just 2 hits against Maltby. Other one came via an error that they have ruled a hit, but I'm using my override power that doesn't exist. 1-0 pitch popped in the air. Maltby's going to make the catch himself. And he pops off the mound to do it out number one. He gets carry for the third time tonight. Some PFP right there. Pitchers fielding practice as Maltby makes the play. So carry is retired. That'll bring up Pauly. Maltby versus Pauly for the third time tonight. Pauly is grounded out to third and then single to center. Stole second and made it up to third on a throwing air. Was the runner on third when the Mustangs had first and third. Nobody out before Maltby then got out of the inning unscathed just two pitches later. First pitch was swung on a miss. Now 0-1 on the number three hitter tonight for St. Joe. Renegades at 9-9 looking to move to 10-9 with what would be their fourth straight win in a row if Maltby and the Renegades can close this one, close this one out here tonight leading 5-0 in the sixth. Maltby looks into Hersler. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Pauly. Just off the outside corner. So now two balls and a strike. Not a bad pitch there. Did not miss outside by much. But it was called a ball. So now two balls and a strike. This one lined out to the right side and out of place. Now we're even two balls and two strikes. Maltby has not been all over the strikeouts tonight. He's only struck out one batter. But in a two-strike count here, has a chance to do it. He's got the side. And here comes the 2-2 to Pauly. Swung on and missed right into the glove of Herschler. And he'll fire on down to Wilmsmeyer at third to celebrate. Strikeout number two of the night for Maltby. And the second out of this sixth inning. So Maltby continuing to deal. He's now through five and two-thirds two innings of scoreless baseball. Walked just two, giving up two hits to go with now the two strikeouts. It's a party of twos. And Maltby now going to go through six innings. Don't see any movement in the Renegades bullpen. You would think if he can get the batter, Corper, here. At least send him back out there for the seventh. 1-0 the count now on Carl Corp with the DH. He struck out and walked. Takes a pretty long time to get back into the batter's box. Don't know if it's a stall tactic. Maybe they're just trying to throw off Maltby here. But Maltby, the second that uh, Corper just stepped back into the batter's box, already into his windup. 1-0 pitch. Snaps in there. Now we're even a ball and a strike. This inning started with a pop out to the pitcher, Maltby, and then just a strikeout swinging, so nobody on and two out. Renegades up five to nothing in the bottom of the sixth. Pitch on the way. This one outside. It's now two balls and a strike. Left-handed batting Corper facing the right-handed pitching Maltby. He's been excellent tonight for the Renegades. 2-1, just stopping in and out, 3-1. Herschler held that one there for an extra second. Now she turned around to talk to the old plate umpire, maybe saying, where did that one miss? Regardless, now a three-ball count, only two walks so far to Maltby. And here comes the 3-1 pitch. This one inside, way inside, actually. And that's going to be a walk and a two-out base runner for the Mustangs. So Corper will reach, give the... Mustang some extra life here in the sixth inning, and Jack Wagner will look to keep it going. He reached on the air, stole a base in the second, then grounded into a humongous double play when he came up with first and third, nobody out in the fourth. I mean, that fourth inning feels like it was just ten minutes ago with how fast this game is picked up, and it's been two full innings since. That's because since that time, the Renegades have gone six up, six down. And also since that time, the Mustangs only had two batters reached, both on a walk, and didn't leave 
did move far off their bases. It's now 1-0 after this one misses to Wagner. Ryan Koski, he's 0-2, for 2, waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Renegades up 5-0 as St. Joe bats in this bottom of the sixth inning. Here at Phil Welch Stadium, runner faked like he was going to go. He did not as this pitch misses outside. So two balls, no strikes on the number five hitter. Mustangs, they sit at 16-8. and eight. They had won five in a row before these two teams met up on Sunday at Vivian Field. Renegades put a halt to that win streak, but the Mustangs got back in the win column last night. To improve to 16-8, and eight, Renegades lead the season series 1-0. This is just the second time that these two teams have met. This one hit in the air off to the first base side. Maslowski, will he have a play? Over by the dugout, and that gets just over the fence and out of play. So after the foul ball, now two balls and a strike. These two teams were supposed to meet a couple weeks ago, but it got rained out. So this is actually the makeup of the rainout game. These two teams will next play on Thursday, July 7th in Jefferson City. And then meet for the final time on Saturday the 16th at this ballpark. So four times these two teams play, this being the second of the four. Two teams obviously in the opposite divisions. Renegades in the south, Mustangs in the north. Here's the 2-1. This one grounded out to short. Lovich got it on a hop. He's going to go the short way to Audit second base, and they retire the runner Corper. So leadoff, or excuse me, not leadoff, two-out walk, worked around by Maltby, and he's through six scoreless innings. So ahead of the seventh, Renegades coming to the plate on the Show Me Sports Network, leading five to nothing. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Renegades looking to add to what is a 5-0 lead as Joe Herschler will get things going here to start the top of the seventh. The game that's really picked up speed ever since the Renegades scored four in the fourth. And ever since that, Renegades have had every batter retired. Since Wolfmeyer was tagged out in the rundown, the six hitters after that have been retired for the Renegades. So Mason Holton has really settled in, and that's part of the reason I'd assume why they've sent him back out here for the seventh inning despite giving up the five runs. Like I made a point earlier, three of them came on the tie Wolmsmeyer double, but still has given up five as this ball skips in. There's now two balls, no strikes to Herschler. Herschler renegades catcher grounded out to short in the third and then walked and scored in the fourth. Now back into the box. Here's the 2-0 pitch. 
This one finds the inside corner, now a 2-1 count. Let me explain what's at stake here this inning with the Renegades at the plate for these home Mustang fans. As the 2-1 pitch is up and away now, 3-1. So the St. Joseph Mustangs have a promotion where if the away team strikes out six times, every fan in attendance gets a free buffet at Pizza Ranch. And the Renegades have struck out five times. So as the 3-1 pitch is in there, a strike now just to strike away. Don't know how into it the fans will be because this is obviously the closest it's been, needing the six strikeouts and those at five. But pizza's on the line, folks, and... Renegades want to be the spoilers. The evil guys don't want to give the fans free pizza, but it's going to take going the next nine outs without striking out once. So, figured everyone should at least be aware that pizza is, in fact, on the line. It means more than just the scores. This one, nice play by the pitcher as Holden fields the ground ball and throws over to first base for out number one. Herschler hit that ball pretty well right back up the middle, and Holden got the glove on it and retires Herschler for out number one. Not a whole lot Joe could have done there. That gets by Holton. It probably gets into center field for a leadoff single here in the seventh, but Holton showing off his defensive prowess. Got the glove on that one and retires Hersler for the first out of the seventh. So Forte now in, looks at a ball, 1-0. He's been on base twice on a single and a double. Wolmsmeyer waits on deck as the 1-0 shits sharply to second base and a nice play by the second baseman. Dryberg delivered to strike to get Forte. As that ball was hit on the nose, but it was right on a bounce, and Dryberg was able to retire Forte, moving quickly up the line. So two up, two down, and danger of nine straight Renegades being retired if Holton can get Wilmsmeyer here to close out this inning. Wilmsmeyer in, first pitch looked at for a called strike. Well, if it's any consolation, at least the Renegades haven't struck out. They have kept pizza away from the fans at least so far and will continue to do it as Wilmsmeyer hits this one into center. Center fielder barely having to move and Petrosino makes a catch to end the inning. So for the third straight inning, Renegades go three up, three down, but they still lead this one five to nothing. We'll stand and sing here at the ballpark. Seventh inning stretch. We'll be right back in just a moment. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are state tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. 
creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Multi looking to get through seven here at Phil Welch Stadium in St. Joe, Missouri as the Renegades took the trip up here this afternoon and currently lead five to nothing as the bottom of the seventh just underway and ball winner Ryan Koski six seven eight in the Mustangs order as Malpe looks to pitch his seventh inning of work into the lineup the 1-0 pitch misses outside and now 2-0 left fielder Koski 0 for 2 with two flyouts Malpe is throwing six innings only giving up two hits three walks struck out two batters but most importantly no runs allowed and the Renegades have given up five runs of support as this pitch in there a college strike two and one now now not only did we have the seventh inning stretch while you were at break while I was at break but we also had a rendition of Sweet Caroline here at the ballpark so some fun for the fans in between innings as this one misses now three and one those same fans trying to will the Mustangs to a comeback but they've got nine outs to score five runs and Maltby is pitched very well but gives up a leadoff base runner here as this one misses low and Koski has walked to get this bottom of the seventh going Maltby on the four balls there none of them particularly all that close so gives up the leadoff base runner to Koski and now Jax Hyman will step in with the runner on first and nobody out he's over two with a ground out and a fly out And that's actually going to lead to a meeting at the mound before this at-bat begins. It is not head coach Mike D'Amelio. It is pitching coach. So Malpe will still be staying in the game here to face Jax Heimel. No reason to take him out when he's pitched six scoreless innings. And the Renegades have a five-run lead. But little cause for concern. He did just walk his fourth batter of the game. Now has to face number seven in the order. Despite being over two, still a, don't want to give any shot of the Mustangs even beginning a comeback. Put a couple base runners on, a single scores a couple, and all of a sudden you're looking at a two-run ball game. Want to keep this thing right at a 5 nothing score, and I do believe I'm starting to see some movement out there in the left center field bullpen for the Renegades. There is someone up. Looks to be a right-hander. It is. Double-digit number, but so far out there, no chance with my eyes. I'm going to be able to tell you who it is. First pitch is to Heimel. It's going to be fouled off for strike one. We'll see who the Renegades turn to as their next pitcher and whether or not Maltby is able to get through this seventh inning. Gave up a leadoff walk now 0-1 to Jax Heimel. Tyler Petrosino waits on deck. On a big lead off of first base, the 0-1 pitch on the inside corner. Good location there. Now no balls and two strikes to the St. Joe catcher. Looking at the... Uh, the lineup card today for the Renegades as the 0-2 pitch is going to come in and that's going to hit the batter and Heimel in an 0-2 count is hit and that means first and second nobody out for the Mustangs. Malpe was so crisp with the location on the first two pitches tried to come inside again and hit the batter Heimel 
And now the Mustangs have something cooking here to get the seventh inning going. Koski moves up to second base on the play. Is back-to-back -back have reached. Neither getting a hit, but regardless, still two on. And that'll bring up Petrosino, who's been on base twice tonight. Was going to say that the two pitchers at least scheduled to come in as his pitches outside are Drew Voss and Grayson Ironman. So they want to use just those two. They'd like to see Maltby get through seven, then turn to Ironman and Voss for the eighth and ninth. But both right-handers, so most likely that is one out of the two of them currently warming up out there in that bullpen, as it is a right-hander. This one nabs the outside corner. Look to be a generous call there, but Maltby will take it. It's now one ball, one strike counts. Number nine hitter Will Dryberg waits on deck. Mustangs trying to mount a comeback. They trail five to nothing, two on with nobody out in the bottom of the seventh inning. Maltby will check the runners. They don't hold them on. Here's the one one. This one, bloop shallow center field. That's going to get down for a base hit, and I think that'll score a run. Forte up with it. Will fire home. The runner coming home, and it's cut off, so the run will score. Smart play to cut that ball off by Mazlowski is if that ball is let sent through to home plate, the other runners potentially advance. But just about a perfect of a spot as you could drop that one for Petrosino. Blooped over the shortstop, Lovich, and in front of the center fielder, Forte. And coming around to score from second base is Koski for the first Mustangs run. And not only that, will mean the end of the line for Brady Maltby. So he tries to go for seven, can't get an out. And that will be the end of his night as he five high fives his teammates. So as we wait for the new Renegades pitcher to come in, we'll head to a quick break. Renegades still up five to one, bottom of the seventh on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hosloglandscape.com. Brady Malty tonight is done as the Mustangs bat you with nobody out and two on in the bottom of the seventh inning. 
And a big spot here for Drew Vaughn trying to come in and slam the door right here, right now, as the tying runner is now in the on-deck circle with the Renegades up 5-1. to one. Maltby's line still open due to the two runners on, but as of right now, six innings, he struck out two, walked four, gave up three hits, the final hits being his last batter face, and given up the one run so far, but Heimel and Petrosino at first and second are his responsibilities. So no pitcher, Drew Voss, hooking and trying to give way to Grayson Ironman and see if these two can get the final three outs for the Renegades. Voss last pitched against the Bombers on Saturday, went an inning and a third, struck out two, walked one, and gave up two hits and a run. So he comes into a pretty big spot here as the Mustangs are slowly starting to mount a rally and want to stop it right here. And we'll have to start with Will Dryberg. Heimel at second, Petrosino at first. Petrosino just singled in a run, and the Renegades bring the defense in on the corners, expecting bunt. It is shown, and then pulled back for a called strike one to Dryberg. Dryberg has popped out and flown out. Bats here looking, at least initially, like he's going to try and bunt and advance the runners up to second and third. Mustangs down by four, so the tying run waits on deck. Nobody out on the bottom of the seventh, and time is called. First baseman Maslowski playing way in on the grass at first. Lonesmeyer in a little bit, pretty much even with the third base bag. They're keeping him there in case there's a play at third. Voss a long look into the catcher Herstler. Now he's got the set. Maslowski creeping in even more as the runners take their leads off of first and second. Here's the 0-1. Bunn is shown his pop straight up, and it's going to be behind and out of play. But even better for the Renegades, it's 0-2, which likely means that the bunts will no longer be put on. Hard to tell from here when that got popped up. It first looked like it just went straight up and was going to have a play, but it actually got popped up well behind home plate, almost near the backstop. So no play possible, but now 0-2 on Dryberg, the number 9 hitter, and could be a big out number 1 if Voss can get him. Heimel reached on a hit-by-pitch. He's at second, and then Petrosino singled home a run, the last batter that Brady Malpe faced. He's at first. 0-2 pitch, up high, and now we're at a ball and two strikes. After Dryberg, we'll go back to the top, and Noah Bodenhausen awaits on deck. Dylan Carey in the hole. Just joining us, Renegade scored one in the second, four in the fourth. They were up 5-0 heading to the bottom of the seventh inning. They've given up one here in the seventh and two on, nobody out. 1-2 pitch from Voss is swung on and into the glove of Herschel. That's out number one. Had to hold for a second to make sure that was... Actually swung on and held on to, but it's a huge strikeout, and Voss comes in and gets the first batter he faces, sending Dryberg back to the dugout on strikes. So now you're a double play from getting out of this inning, still in a four-run lead, but it's got to get Bodenhausen and potentially carry if you can't get that double play. Bodenhausen, the leadoff hitter, 0 for 3, a lineout and two groundouts. One run already in this inning, and two more runners on base with one out. Lost the new pitcher just into the ballgame, replacing Brady Maltby, who went the first six. Tried to go for more, but could not get an out this inning. And Voss fires the first pitch in there for a called strike. Game has moved pretty quickly as this is only the third half inning for both sides where they, a run has been scored. We're almost through seven, just about two hours of game time. Voss will quickly check the runner. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one just down and away. So now we're even a ball and a strike. Bodenhausen has hit the ball on the ground twice. Voss would certainly take one of those right here and potentially get out of this inning after coming in with runners on first and second. Nobody out in a run already in. And it's still up four, though. Tying run waits in the on-deck circle. 
Voss sets at the hip. We'll check the runner. Ott does not hold him, but he shades that way. Now back a little towards second base. Here's the 1-1. This one on the inside corner. Perfect location there as Bodenhausen tried to duck out of the way, thinking that one would be inside, but it nabs the inside corner. And now a ball and two strike on the right fielder and leadoff hitter for the Mustangs. St. Joe, one of the best teams in the league at 16-8. and eight. Won last night, trying to mount a rally here. Renegade's trying to hold that off and move to 2-0 against him. They've got to get eight more outs. This one swung on a miss, and back-to-back strikeouts by Voss. Has them an out away from getting through seven. Voss has come in. He's gotten Dryberg swinging, and now Bodenhausen swinging. And Bodenhausen even let out a little grunt there after he swung and missed. Certainly upset with himself. His hit was his unproductive outs. And now an out away from sending us to the eighth inning. Are we up to Dylan Carey? He's 0 for 3. A ground out, a fly out, a pop out. And before this at bat, Hersler and Voss meet at the mound. And Voss even gives a little shove to his catcher. Have a feeling he's feeling pretty pumped up after the back-to-back -back swinging strikeouts. But still one big out to go. One ball into the gap here can very easily make this a real game again. Send one into the gap, and it's now a two-run ball game. But Voss looking to avoid that. Renegades lead this one 5-1 to one as the Mustangs bat with two on and two out in the bottom of the seventh. Maltby started this inning. Those two base runners out there are on his line. So most runs Maltby can give up is three. Voss looking to avoid that by getting carry to end this inning right here. Pauly waits on deck if it were to continue. One run in thanks to an RBI single to center by Petrosino. He's still at first base after back-to-back -back strikeouts of Dryberg and Bodenhausen. And Voss now an out of ways. A let's go Mustangs chant breaking out in the stance. First pitch on the inside corner. And Voss has been working that inside part of the plate perfectly so far in relief. So 0-1-1 now to Carey. Carey and out on the first pitch of each of his last two at-bats. And then was a full count his first time up. So 0-1-1 now. Runners at first and second. Renegades don't hold them on. They have the second baseman Ott shaded a little towards the second base bag. Everyone else straight up. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one off the outside corner. Snow ball and a strike. They have the first baseman Zlowski pretty much playing behind and even with the runner at first base. Petrosino. Wolmsmeyer shaded a little more towards the third base bag, probably with the right-hander up trying to play no double defense. Outfield at straight-up depth. Voss sets. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. This one, weakly hit to the right side. Maslowski out and foul ground over the shoulder, and he can't make the catch, but it was a foul ball, so no runs are going to score. That ball continued to curve over his left shoulder, tried to track it all the way over that shoulder and make the over-the-shoulder grab, but just couldn't do it. But thankfully now for the Renegades, it fell foul, so runners don't reach, and more importantly, a run doesn't score, and now a 1-2 count to do and carry Voss strike away. How about this? Would, be, would this be for Drew Voss if he could come in and potentially strike out all three? Struck out the first two, and now he just strike away from the third victim. He's going to have to get Dylan Carey, the shortstop, and number two hitter for the St. Joe Mustangs. Voss sets. 
Pretty long look in here. Still waiting on the one-two pitch. Here it comes. Swung on a missed. And Voss gets him on strikes and three straight victims swinging to end the threat here in seventh. So Malpe can't get it out in the seventh, but Drew Voss picks him right up with three strikeouts out of the bullpen, and that will send us to the eighth. The Renegades coming to bat. They lead this one 5-1 to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones, with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one, 100 or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Michael and Franca in for St. Joe as we head to the eighth inning. Renegades already up 5-1 to one, looking to add on here as St. Joe did just score one run in the seventh inning, their first of the ball game. But thanks to Drew Voss coming in and punching out three batters, Renegades were able to keep a four-run lead and send it to the eighth. So final line for Brady Maltby after Drew Voss comes in and erases any more of a threat. Maltby goes six innings, two strikeouts, four walks, three hits, and one run. He is in line for the win if the Renegades can close this one out. The pitcher in line for the loss has left the game, so final line for Mason Holton, who's on the hook right now. Seven innings, five strikeouts, four walks, six hits, and five runs. The big bugaboo coming on the three-run double by Ty Wilmsmeyer in the fourth. New pitcher, Michael and Franca. When I made the guess earlier, which of the two left-handers, or it being one of those two left-handers, and Franca was one of those names, so roster helped me out there as a Franca now. Looking to keep this a four-run deficit. Fires in strike one to Jack Matashek. Renegades have had nine straight batters come to the plate and be retired. Those nine all against Holton. But now 0-2 after another one fired in there to Matashek. It'll be Matashek, Luke Fuller, and Ross Lovich due up for the Renegades. 3-4-5 in the order. 0-2 pitch on the way. Matashek lines it to first. On a hop, the first baseman's got it. And Wagner will take it to the bag himself for out number one. A decently well-hit ball by Matashek, but just an atom ball. And on a hop, Wagner was able to field it for out number one. So now ten straight Renegades have come to the plate and been retired. So that'll bring up Luke Fuller. He's 0 for 2. Did walk and score a run in the second, but besides that, has struck out swinging and popped up to the second baseman. DHing and batting cleanup tonight for the Renegades. 
Looking to get something going with one out and nobody on in the eighth. Swung on and missed here as Infranca has looked very good since entering this ball game. Left-handed pitching. New person on the mound for the Mustangs. This one once again swung on a miss and he has fired nothing but strikes since entering this ball game. Left-handed pitching, new pitcher for the Mustangs. Looking to keep what is a four-run ball game and send it to the bottom of the eighth with a chance for the Mustangs. This one just up and in. So now we're at a ball and two strikes to four. Roslovich waits on deck. Renegades have six hits compared to the three so far for the Mustangs. Renegades made two errors compared to none as this one swung on a missed and four goes down on strikes. First victim for Infranca tonight. And just reminded by the PA announcer, that means a free buffet at Pizza Ranch for all the fans in attendance. So I will not be taking advantage because I live three and a half hours away from here, but certainly something to look forward to at the ballpark. And six strikeouts combined by Holden and Franca gives it to him. So free pizza as this one misses up and in. Ball one to Ross Lovich. He's 0 for 3 with two strikeouts and a pop out. Renegades have had 11 straight, 11 straight set down. Lovich trying to end that streak as this one just misses now 2-0 on the Renegades left fielder. Renegades lead 5-1. They scored one in the second and four in the fourth. Here's the 2-0 pitch, misses outside, and now a chance to break that streak if just one more is fired out of the zone and Lovich can reach. New pitcher just on the inning, Michael and Franca retired the first two he's faced on a ground out and a strikeout swinging, and now faces a lefty on lefty matchup, but has not been able to find the strike zone in this at bat. It's a 2-0 count, a 3-0 count, pardon me. This one is going to be swung out and hit high in the air to right. It's playable as the right fielder Bodenhausen comes in, but the center fielder is going to call him off, and Petrosino makes the catch. So, Renegades do have a shot at a base run in a 3-0 count, but Lovich flies out to end the inning, and that will send us to the bottom of the eighth. Renegades lead this one 3 excuse me, 5-1. to one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are Farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor 
Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. struck out three batters in the seventh and gets rewarded with a trip out to the mound for the eighth inning as the Renegades look to get the last six outs to secure a victory. They currently lead 5-1 to one here on the Show Me Sports Network as the Mustangs come to the plate in the bottom of the eighth. And first pitch is a ball to Michael Pauley. Voss misses inside once again. So now a two ball, no straight count on the third baseman. Pauley batting in the three spot tonight. He's reached once on a single. Stole second, made his way to third, but did not score. Also grounded out and struck out. Voss is 2-0, way outside, and now it's run to a three ball, no strike count to get this eighth inning going. Last thing Renegades want to do is give the Mustangs any signs of life. Trailing by four, and Voss looking to give way to Ironman and get these last six outs. 3-0 pitch, this one on the outside corner. Now three ball, one strike count to Pauly. Voss came in with runners on first and second and nobody out in the seventh and then struck out all three batters that he faced. So now comes back out for the eighth and is falling behind three to one to Michael Pauly. First batter of the inning. This one misses high and that's a leadoff walk to get the eighth inning going for St. Joe. St. Joe has had a decent amount of base runners on tonight but have only been able to push one run across. They've had three hits to go with now five walks but just a one-run score thanks to some really good defense played by the Renegades and some timely strikeouts. So now to number four hitter, the DH, Carl Corpo will step in. Bats with a runner at first base that just walked to begin this eighth inning. Drew Voss sets. Here's the first pitch to Corpo. This one ripped but foul out of play. That ball is scolded but got into the left field out of play area. Basically just grass out there, but some kids getting to chase up and now and retrieve that foul ball. So now 0-1 to Corper. He struck out and walked twice. Pauly just walked to get this bottom of the eighth going. Six outs stand between the Renegades in their fourth straight win. They're up 5-1. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one hit high in the air on the infield. Is it going to stay in play is the question, and it's going to get into the net out of play. It was off to the left side of the infield, and Wolfsmeyer, Voss, and the catcher, Horschler, all gave chase, but it got into the nets. So now no balls and two strikes. Voss ahead looking for strikeout number four. Maltby went the first six. Voss has so far thrown an inning. Renegades asking to try and get him through the eighth and then turn it over to Grayson Ironman for the ninth. St. Joe also used two pitchers. Although their starter, Mason Holden, went seven before the new one in, in pardon me, in Franca. 0-2 pitch, up and in, runner's going to go, the throw to second, the tag is just late, and that's a stolen base. Ball was way high to make things one and two, but Pauly got a good jump. And even though the th play was made close on a perfect throw by Hersler, tag was just late, and Pauly was able to get the hand in there for a stolen base. Mustangs have had a couple stolen bases already tonight. They had one in the second, one in the third, one in the fourth. So that is now 
on that stolen base there by Pauly. His second stolen base in the fourth of the night for the Mustangs. Run doesn't meet a whole lot, though, out there at second base as the Mustangs show by four or five to one the score. Well, still had one and two on Corper. He checks the runner. Here's the pitch. This one up and in, and actually going to get Corper, and that's back-to-back -back base runners to reach here to start the eighth inning. He was ahead 0-2, missed on the 0-2 pitch, and then tried to come up and in again there, and that gets Corper. So now back-to-back -back reach, both without a hit, and now first and second with nobody out. Tying run now moves into the on-deck circle. Pauly walked and stole second. Corper just was hit by a pitch. That's where those two runners stand. And Jack Wagner, who is 0 for 3, will step in. The number 5 hitter and first baseman, if he can reach, would really start to get things nerve-wracking for the Renegades. They lead this one by 4. We're in the bottom of the 8th inning. Renegades have led pretty much all night. They jumped out 1-0 in the 2nd, 5-0 in the 4th. This one up and in. And it's going to skip away from Herschel and allow both runners to advance. That one bounced off of Herschler and kicked off to the left side and easily moving up to third was Pauly. Same can be said for Corper up to second. And now two in scoring position with nobody out in the eighth and a 1-0 count on Jack Wagner. If the Mustangs can come back in this one, part of it thing that has to be said is the fact that the Renegades on offense have just gone ice cold. They've gone 3-3 three three down now for four straight innings. Last time they had a base runner was Ty Wolsmeyer's three RBI double in the fourth. Every batter that has stepped in since has been retired. They have not had a batter reach since the fourth, and we currently stand in the bottom of the eighth. Here's the 1-0 pitch. This one finds his own. Now a ball and a strike. Voss looked incredible when he came in in the seventh. Struck out all three batters he faced. Only threw three balls to three batters. But then walked Pauly to lead off this inning and was ahead one and two to Corper before hitting him. And on the wild pitch, they move up. It's now runner to second and third. Nobody out. And a 1-1 count to Wagner with Koski waiting on deck. Koski the tying run, more importantly, waiting on deck. Voss sets, looks into Horsley, who sets up down and away. Here's the 1-1. This one hit in the air, out to second base, and that's going to be out number one. Odd uh, makes the catch, and runners have to stay put in a big out number one indeed for Voss. As the batter up the first baseline, Wagner actually spiked his bat in frustration. He might have to give our friends at Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call, as that bat may have broke. As handcrafted right here in Missouri, Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. So Jack Wagner should give a call to Walk-Off Wood Bat Company at 816-261-1014. After he popped out, Colby Ott spiked his bat on up the first baseline. So big out number one, Wagner retired, and Koski now in. It's only one out, runners at second and third. Voss looking to navigate his way around it. Here's the first pitch to Koski. This one swung on a missed. And 0-1 now to the left fielder of St. Joe. He is 0-2, flew out twice, and walked and scored in the seventh. He was the leadoff batter in the seventh, who walked and then came around on the RBI single by Tyler Petrosino. The only run that St. Joe has scored here at home tonight at Phil Welch Stadium. Renegades playing their eighth away game. Looking to win their 10th overall game. Here's Voss's 0-1. This one low and away. So now one ball, one strike counts. This would be something here. Voss can find a way to get Koski here without those runners advancing and set himself up to potentially get out of this unharmed. He is came in with two on and nobody out in the seventh, escaped that. And now is one third of the way to doing it in the eighth, but a long way to go. And now in a 1-1 count to Koski. Here's the 1-1. This one on the inside corner. Perfect location there by Voss. 
and now a strike away from his second out of the inning. Grayson Ironman, I have to assume is Grayson Ironman, as he was once scheduled to come into this game. It's a right-hander throwing out in the Renegades' bullpen, so we'll see how quickly they are inclined to use him out of the bullpen. Surely the Renegades would like to just use Voss and Ironman to close this game out. Big pitch coming. One ball, two strike, one out, runners on second and third. Here's the pitch. Swung on and just fouled off off to the left side. Don't think Koski got a lot of contact on that one, but enough to stay alive and face another pitch coming against Drew Voss. So Voss, after the foul ball, walks back out to the mound. And after a quick second out of it, Koski back into the box. Corper off a second, Pauly off a third. Both reached one on a walk and one on a hit by pitch. No hits this inning, only three on the night. But a big at-bat coming here to Koski. After the foul ball, here's the 1-2 one once again. This one going inside an hour even at two balls and two strikes. Jax Heimel, the catcher, who is 0 for 2 and a hit by pitch, waits on deck, the tying run. Sure, the Renegades would love to see him come to the plate, not as the tying run, but it means that now it's going to have to be recorded right here. Back-to-back -back foul balls. Excuse me, one foul ball and one ball. Now have this count run two and two. Renegades straight up defense on the infield. They concede the run. They lead this one five to one in the one out in the bottom of the eighth. Two to pitch up and away. Now in danger of loading the bases if Voss loses, loses Koski here with Heimel waiting on deck. With Grayson Ironman, I would assume pretty much warm at this point. He's been throwing with the Renegades turn to him. If Voss loses Koski here, we'd have to see. Big pitch in this ballgame. Biggest pitch for the Renegades. Here's a 3-2. It is low and inside, and that's going to load him up on a walk. St. Joe has loaded the bases here in the eighth without a hit on two walks and a hit by pitch, and that looks like it's going to be it for Drew Voss. They'll turn to Grayson Ironman coming out of the bullpen. So, tying run coming to the plate. First real opportunity for the Mustangs in quite some time. Don't know when the last time they've had the tying run to the plate ever since the Renegades went up 5 to nothing. But as the bullpen gate opens, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere as Grayson Ironman coming in looking to save the day. We'll be right back. Renegades lead 5-1 to one in the bottom of the 8th. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com, or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. This is by far the biggest moment so far tonight for the Renegades on the mound pitching and defensive side of things as the tying run will be coming to the plate for the St. Joseph Mustangs. The Mustangs and Renegades have led them pretty much all night long scoring one in the second, four in the fourth. They did give up one in the seventh, but still lead this one five to one. But now the bases are loaded, and that means the end of the line for Drew Voss. Right now, line still very much open thanks to the three base runners all being his, but goes one in the third, strikes out three, walks two, does not give up a hit, and I'll be up to Grayson Ironman to get out of damage. He's going to face Jax Heimel to get his evening going. First pitch, way up and in, goes straight to the backstop. Runner's going to come home and score. Everybody else advances as Pauly is able to trot on home. He scores the second run of the night. As that one first pitch by Ehrman sailed straight to the backstop. Nothing Herschler could do there. And now runners move up to second and third in Corper and Koski. Voss came in in the seventh and retired all three that he faced via a strikeout. But then a significant loss of command this inning. Hit a batter, walked two, and gave way to Grayson Ironman, who just airmailed the first pitch. The backstop, this one up and in, too, and now 2-0 two and oh on two pitches that have been nowhere near the strike zone to Heimel. Renegade still up 5-2. to two. Heimel is the tying run, one out, thanks to Jack Wagner popping out when Voss is still in the ballgame. Ironman pitching out of the windup with runners at second and third. Here's his 2 pitch to Heimel, this one. Outside, and now a pitch away from putting the tying run on first base. Brady Malpe with the first six innings of this one. Only gave up one run, and it is still in line for the win. But Ironman and the Renegades bullpen are going to have to pick him up. Ironman nowhere close with the first three. This pitch does find the zone. His first strike thrown since coming out of the bullpen. And now a three-ball, one-strike counts. So a chance to get back into this bat if Ironman can find the strike zone to Heimel here. Runners off second and third. Here's the 3-1. This one just off the outside corner. Didn't miss by much, but that loads him up once again. Still one out, and the tying run now at first base. Third walk of the inning issued by the Renegades. So Tyler Patrocino drove in one out of the two runs, and if he were to turn on one and put one over the fence. Renegades would be trailing for the first time all game. As he's now the go-ahead run stepping to the plate. And with how good the Renegades pitching has looked through the first seven innings, didn't know if I thought to myself that I would be saying that here. And before this base is loaded at bat, they're going to have a meeting at the mound with the entire infield and the pitching coach. I believe one of the other potential pitchers that we could see the Renegades use if they can't get five outs out of Ironman Brennan Perkins and Colin Shreves, two names that I was hearing thrown out there in pregame. Some movement out there in the bullpen out in left center field, but no one throwing. 
It's a big moment coming up in the ballgame as shortstop Jackson Lovich and Ty Wolsmeyer just chilling by themselves off to the left side, but the catcher, first baseman, and pitching coach all meet with Grayson Ironman at the mound. Second baseman Colby Odd and the runner out at second base and Ryan Koski actually look like they're having a nice little conversation, so. Mound meeting over now, so Renegades will go back to their respective positions. Tying run at first, go-ahead run at the plate thanks to three walks and a hit-by-pitch Renegades pitching with Drew Voss and Grayson Ironman who just had a loss of control so far in this bottom of the eighth. 5-2, Renegades lead, one out, bases loaded. First pitch, way inside, ball one to Tyler Petrosino. Six Mustang to come to the plate in this inning and only one out recorded. Petrosino bats, Dryberg waits on deck. Ironman would love a ground ball right here as Renegades play double play depth. 1-0 pitch. This one fouled off to the left side and now one ball, one strike. One run already in. Michael Pauly scored on a wild pitch. Corper, who was hit by a pitch at third, and Koski and Haimo, who both walked, stand at second and first. So Ironman, a lot of work to do. Renegades hold a three-run lead. They've been in front since the second. And now they've got to get through bases loaded. And I believe we were waiting for Ty Wilmsmeyer to come back after chasing after that foul ball. Yep, that's what the issue was. So now we're ready to go. Tyler Petrosino back in. He's a perfect two for two, also had a walk. He's been on all three times. And now in the biggest at-bat of the game, steps in. 1-1 one, one pitch, fouled straight back. And Ironman, a strike away from what would be a humongous out number two. Before a run even scored this inning, Drew Voss, after getting Jack Wagner to pop out, was a strike away from out number two on Ryan Koski. Lost him to a walk and then gave way to Ironman, who walked to Jack's Heimel. And that's where we stand. One-two pitch to Petrosino. Ring him up! Called strike three at the knees and could not be more perfect timing as Ironman gets a call that the crowd does not like, and neither did Petrosino. He took a moment before leaving the batter's box, but a huge out number two goes way of a backwards K, and Petrosino is sent packing for the first time tonight. So exhale, Renegades fans. Jefferson City now an out away from getting through this inning, still with the lead intact, up 5-2. to two. Base is still loaded, though, and Ironman going to have to retire a 0-3 Will Dryberg. Renegades play straight up. Don't hold anyone on. They've got a force everywhere. And the first pitch to Dryberg is up and away for ball one. Dryberg has popped out, flown out, and struck out swinging. Renegades would take any one of those here to try and get through this eighth. Seventh batter now coming to the plates. Full to the brim on the bases as this one misses low and inside. Ironman can't afford to lose not only would force in a run if he loses Dryberg, but would move the tying run up into scoring position. Can't tell if there's any throwing out there in the Renegades bullpen. I don't think so. Saw some movement before the strikeout. 2-0 pitch. Swung grounded weakly out in front of home plate. Is it a fair ball? No, it's not. That would have been out number three, and that one was oh so close to being in fair territory. As Hersler sprung on up out of the crouch. But it was cold foul. So no two balls and a strike. Ironman getting the first strike of this at-bat to Dryberg. Good thing he did. Did not want to follow behind 3-0 with the bases loaded. Noah Bodenhausen waits on deck. He's 0 for 4. That would require this inning to continue. And the Mustangs to score at least one more run. Already one in this inning. 5-2 our score. 
Ironman with the bases loaded. Pitches out of the windup. Here's the 2-1. Nabs the outside corner. And Dryberg did not like it. Sprung his head. Kind of flicked it off to the left in disgust. And now the Renegades, a strike away from sending us to the ninth. Drew Voss got some big strikeouts in the seventh. Can Ironman do it again in the eighth? Bases loaded. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. And the pitch swung on and missed. And Ironman is electric running off the mound. He screamed into his glove, pumped the fist, and will jog over to the dugout after recording a strikeout. So Grace Nyerman, ladies and gentlemen, has saved the day, at least for now, and we'll head to the ninth. Renegades lead this one 5-2 on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Renegades coming to bat in the ninth. Some runs would be nice, but I'll take even a base runner first as the Renegades have had their last 12 batters retired in a row. And thanks to some big strikeouts by Grace and Ironman, still hold what is a 5-2 lead, but... Some add-on runs here in the top of the ninth would be excellent. Renegades have five runs, six hits. They've made two errors. Meanwhile, the Mustangs have two runs on three hits. They have been error-free. A new pitcher, Morichika Hama, is in out of the bullpen wearing number 17. He'll look to keep this a three-run deficit for the Mustangs and give them a chance with the top of their order coming up in the bottom of the ninth inning, trailing 5-2. First pitch to Jackson Wovich, misses for a ball. So it'll be Lovich, Ott, and Meslowski. 6 7 8 in the order. Here comes the 1 0. Swung on and missed. Blew the heat by him upstairs. And Lovich swung on and missed for strike one. Morichika Hama, the new right handed pitcher, on for the Mustangs. His 1 1 pitch swung on and missed by Lovich. And now 1 and 2 to the Renegade shortstop. He's one for two. 
RBI double to left in the second, walked and stole two bases and scored in the fourth and then grounded out in the sixth. Now bats looking to snap a strand of retired Renegades batters. Here's the one-two. Swung on and popped up on the right side. Will it stay in play? It will not. Actually, it might have. Nope. It's going to hit off the net and drop. Catcher at the last second fell down. I thought that ball was going to get out of play, but I honestly think that might have hit the net first. Regardless, he didn't catch it, so we'll do the one and two again. Third pitcher of the evening so far for the home team Mustangs. One and two pitch to Lovich. Upstairs and away, so now a two and two. You're listening to Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth here at Phil Welch Stadium. Here's the 2-2. Swung on, fouled off, and we'll stay right here at two balls and two strikes. want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight to witness three more outs that stand in the way of potentially a Renegades victory would be their fourth in a row and move them over 500 for the first time all year long. Lovich back in. Hama the set. He pitching. He's pitching out of the stretch. And here's the 2-2. Swung on and missed. Got the strikeout. The seventh strikeout by Mustangs pitching. And Lovich is the 13th straight batter retired and out number one here in the ninth. Final line for middle reliever Michael Infranco. Goes an inning. Struck out one. Did not walk or allow a hit. Retired all three that he's faced. Last Renegades batter to reach was Ty Wolmsmeyer who... Now his RBI double that scored three proves very large. Otherwise, it would be a 2-2 ball game. But he was the last Renegades batter to reach until now as Colby Ott hits one down the left field line, and that's going to get all the way near the track for extra bases. Left fielder Koski throws it in, but not before Ott is in there standing with a one-out double, and the batter's retired streak is over. That'll be Ott's second hit of the night, his first extra base hit as he scolded that one down the left field line. And when that ball landed, no chance for the left fielder Koski to throw him out, and he was into second base standing. On Ott's double, the seventh hit of the evening for the Renegades. Ott's run here would be very nice. You would take the lead back to slam distance. It'll be up to Levi Mazlowski to try and continue this ninth inning. Not only up to him, as there's only one out, and... Joe Hirschler waits on deck, but you'd like to see Levi potentially drive in Ott here from second. Here's the first pitch. Swung on and missed, and Hama gets it by him for strike one. Jackson Lovich struck out to begin this ninth inning before Ott just doubled the left. First base runner to reach for the Renegades since the fourth, and here we are on the top of the ninth, so kind of wild for a team when you score five runs in the first four innings, and then for the next four just to be absolutely shut down. Here's the 0-1. Off the plate, one ball, one strike on Maslowski. He, so far tonight, is one for three. A line out, a single to right, and a strikeout. When he did single in the fourth, he came around to score. He was at second base when Wilmsmeyer doubled to right. Hamill going to keep it at a three-run deficit, a 5-2 ball game. He checks Ott, a pretty good leadoff second. Here's the 1-1, swung on and missed. And Maslowski laid on that one. It's now one ball, two strike counts. Maslowski back in, looking to not be out number two here in this ninth inning. One out, one on. Hama checks the runner, and here's the one-two. Showing bunt and fouling it off. 
and that's going to be strike three and out number two as Maslowski tried to catch him off guard and bunted to the right side, but he fouled it off, so he is the second out, and it'll be up to Joe Hirschwood to try and get a Renegades tack on run. Maslowski trying to bunt with two strikes there and fouls it off, so he is victim number two of the inning for Hama. And now Herschel, the catcher, will step in. He's 0 for 2, did walk and score a run in the fourth. Came all the way around from first to score on the Wilsmeyer double. Odd at second, he doubled, here's the pitch. Swung, grounded to short, shortstop carry coming in. He's up with it, the throw over to first, and a nice pick by the first baseman, Wagner, ends the inning. So Renegades got three outs to get, and if it's any inclination like the last two innings, the Mustangs are going to put up a fight, but we'll see. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades lead 5-2 to two as we head to the bottom of the ninth. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Grayson Ironman on for the save for the Renegades, looking for a multi-inning save as he came in last inning in the eighth with one out and got two strikeouts. Now looking to get the final three outs that stand between the Renegades and victory number four in a row would move them to 10-9 and nine and drop the Mustangs to 16-9. and nine. So Ironman got work to do. He's going to face the top of the order. No easy task. He'll have Bodenhausen, Carey, and Polly. One, two, three in this Mustangs order. He does have a three-run lead to work with, but will face a St. Joseph Mustangs team that has so far recorded three hits on the night, also reached on a couple of errors, has scored just two runs. Renegades pitching has also walked seven Mustangs batters, so he'd love to see Ironman stay away from that here. He's just thrown his final warm-up pitch, and that will mean we are ready to go for this bottom of the ninth. So Noah Bodenhausen in to lead off the bottom of the ninth. He's 0 for 4, a lineout, two groundouts, and a strikeout swinging. One of the three Drew Voss strikeouts in the seventh. Ironman looking to get the final three outs and send the Renegades home happy. Send us back to Jefferson City tonight with a win. This one grounded to third. Wilsmeyer up with it. The throw across the first is way high and sails off the dugout. That's going to allow the runner... Modenhausen move up to second. He's still running. He's going to make the turn and head to third. And the Renegades will have no play. And an error allows for a leadoff base runner at third base for the Mustangs. 
Wolmsmeyer put a lot of heat on that throw, and that throw was way high over the first baseman, Maslowski, and when it bounced off the netting on the first base line, and plenty of time for Bodenhausen to move all the way up to third base, he reaches on an error to get this bottom of the ninth going. So tying run now on deck with nobody out. Dylan Carey looking to get this rally really started. Renegades lead 5-2. to two. Just made their third error of the night. First pitch is in there. A strike one called. Dylan Carey 0 for 4. Ironman so far has retired two batters since coming in last inning. Should have retired number 3 right there. But throwing error allowed not only Boldenhausen to reach but moved all the way to third. This one outside. Now 1-1. One and one. Really would like to get Carey here because then you really start getting into the meat of this Mustangs order. And with Polly, he's been on twice. Corper's been on three times. Wagner's reached once. So you'd like to not have them come up with no outs. This one hit in the air out to right field. It's curling foul. And that's going to get out of play. No play for Matashek. But regardless, thanks to the foul ball, Ironman, who's already got two strikeouts, a strike away from out number one. Renegades are allowing the run to score. They play the infield back. I'm sure that they would trade that run number three for out number one, up by three here in the bottom of the ninth. I'm into the lineup. Here's the one-two. Swung and hit in the air to deep center. Forte going back. He looks to have a play. He moves under it, and he makes the catch for out number one. Run scores, but the Renegades will gladly take out number one, and an unearned run comes in to score the third run scored by the Mustangs. So give the RBI to Dylan Carey, his first RBI of the night. Noah Bodenhausen coming in to score. He reached on an error and then moved all the way up to third base on a wild throw. And then Dylan Carey scoring. So an unearned run and now two outs and a two-run lead to go for the Renegades. 5-3 now the score. Ironman into the lineup and here's his first pitch. Way up and into Michael Polly. He walked, stole a second, and then scored on wild pitch in the eighth inning. Going to have to go through the right of the heart of the Mustangs' order. Three, four, five. Although there is already one out, so potentially we have to face two batters. Here's the 1-0. Misses outside. The thing the Renegades least want to do here is bring the tying run to the plate. I already had to do that last inning. Ironman was able to get out of it. Looking to get a five-out save here. Ironman looks in. Here comes the 2-0. This one swung on a miss, may have even been fouled tip into the glove, and a big strike one gets Michael Powell to swing through that one. Paulie, like I said, been on base twice. He's got two stolen bases. Reached once on a hit, one other time on a walk. Hyman still behind a 2-1 count, one out, nobody on. This pitch up and in, and now three balls, no strikes, and danger of bringing the tying run to the plate, and Carl Corper, who waits on deck. Doesn't look like there's anyone throwing in the Renegades' bullpen. Sure, they'd love for Ironman to get these final two outs. Renegades still up by two. They lead 5-3 to three in this bottom of the ninth inning. Here's the 3-1. This one catches the outside corner. Some boos come from the crowd as that was a borderline pitch, but goes the way of Ironman. And now given a big opportunity here if he can get out number two and pump one in the strike zone to Michael Pauly. Big pitch now coming up. Renegades up 5-3. Tying run on deck. Here's the 3-2 pitch. It's fouled off and we'll do it again.
DH. Carl Korber, who's been on base three times, waits on deck. Left hand hitting DH. Renegades want to see him with two outs and the base is empty, but it means Ironman throwing a strike or at least a hittable pitch to Paul if he loses him would mean the runner goes to second base. For this pitch, a couple of foul balls delivered. Wagner brings him out to the umpire. Now we're ready to go. Last inning was a big inning, but this, this pitch right here is one of the bigger ones all night. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Here it comes from Ironman. Swung, broken, bad, out to short. Lovitz going out. He leaps, and it's just over his glove into left field. Would have been an incredible catch had Lovitz been able to make it as that ball was finding no man's land in shallow left field. And even though he gave it a leaping try, just over the glove, and that's a broken bat single off the bat of Michael Polly. So Michael will need to make a call to our friends at Walkoff Wood Bat Company for a new bat. But regardless, it's a base runner that reaches and the tying run coming to the plate. And with that broken bat single, that is going to be the end of the line for Grayson Ironman. So new pitcher coming on for the Renegades. He'll face the tying run and trying to get the final three, excuse me, two outs and a two-run lead. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. We're on the bottom of the ninth. Renegades up 5-3. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Going to be up to Colin Treves to try and get the final two outs for the Renegades here tonight as the entire infield stands together and watches as Shreves throws his warm-up pitches, hoping that he can be the pitcher that closes things out tonight for Jefferson City and get them their fourth win in a row. Shreves on Friday went yard out in Nevada, now pitching by far the biggest opportunity for him on the mound this season. We'll have to face the tying run after Michael Pauly just singled the left, a broken bat single that just got out of the outstretched glove of shortstop Jackson Lovich. Lovich, pardon me. Hasten got underway with Noah Bodenhausen reaching on an error and moved up all the way to third on the throwing error. Scored on a do and carry sack fly, but was out number one. 
and Polly just singled to left. So Carl Corp with a tying run. Renegades lead this one 5-3. to three. But if he blasts one out of here, we have a brand new ball game. Polly held on at first base by Mazlowski. Shreve's got two outs to get. This one swung on him as blows it by him for strike one. So Ironman goes an inning, strikes out two, walks one, gives up one hit and one unearned run since Bodenhausen, who scored, reached on the air. Renegades have struck out seven batters, allowed just four hits. Now would be a big how, big time for another strikeout or even a ground ball. You get one ground ball and you have a chance to end this thing if you can turn it. But last two, last couple times Renegades have opened the bullpen door, the Weaver has come in and got some strikeouts. So we'll see if Shreves can do the same. It's not going to happen here. As this one lined into center field, a base hit. Forte comes in to field it. Runner going to make the turn, but stay put at second base. And now the tying run is on base at first. Carl Corper reaches for the fourth time tonight on the single to center field. Things starting to get a little nervous for the Renegades here in the ninth. They came into the inning leading 5-2. to two. It's now 5-3. to three. And runs four and five are currently at first and second base for the Mustangs. Showing some fight here, showing why they are 16 and eight. And now Shreve's really going to have to buckle down here and try and get these last two outs. We are going to have a pinch runner for Corper down there, the DH, some speed. Since he is the tying run, it's going to be Brady Holden. Let me double-check that. Yes, Brady Holden, who started and led off when these two teams met on Sunday. He's going to come in and run at first base. Since he's the DH, he can just straight switch him there. So Holden at first, Paulie at second base. Some speed now is the tying run at first base, and they don't hold the runners on. One out. Ground ball could end it here. Going to have to get it off the bat of Jack Wagner, who has grounded into a double play tonight. This one hit in the air to deep center field. Forte, though, has a play. He moves under it to his right, and he makes the catch. Runner's going to tag. Forte, the throw to third, and just in front of it, moving up to third. And that's actually huge, ladies and gentlemen, because since Forte threw to third, the runner on first tagged up and moved to second, and now the tying runs in scoring position. So after the foul ball, a no ball, two strike counts, but... We were in two-strike two count to Koski when he singled in the tying runs. Tree's taking a while for the sign. Batter's going to call time and step out. Petrosino is working here with two outs and two on Koski at second. Heimel at first, a new ball game tied 5-5. Five to five. Here's the 0-2. Swung on, line to center field, that's down a base hit. They are going to send the runner home. Here comes Forte's throw, it's offline, and the Mustangs have won it. Tyler Petrosino, the hero tonight, and the Mustangs have stormed back from certainly their last gasp, and they now get to celebrate as the bullpen storms in as well. They win this one 6-5. to five. Petrosino, an 0-2 count, line to one out to center field. That's his third hit of the night. None bigger than that one. And the St. Joseph Mustangs, ladies and gentlemen, have stormed back. They move to 17 and 8. Stafford City falls to 9 and 10. Renegades had this one the whole way. They led 5 to nothing after 4, 5 to nothing after 6, before giving up 1 in the 7th, 1 in the 8th, and 4 in the 9th to give the fans here at Phil Welch Stadium a happy ending and get to ride home safely. So... Brady Malpe's start is blown. He no longer gets the win. Colin Shreves is going to take the loss here tonight. And 
Mari, Mari, Mari Chika, Mari Chika Hama will get the win after pitching the ninth inning. The Renegades, a heartbreaking loss here tonight. They have not even have fully left the field yet. Still witnessing what just happened. They were a strike away and out away from winning this one 5-3 to three before three two-out runs snatch victory right from their grasp. So, ladies and gentlemen, Renegades a heartbreaker, but they have a chance to get right back at it. They're going to play two tomorrow. They will face coming to Jefferson City tomorrow for a doubleheader. Carroll, two games at 5-7. and seven. Come on out to Vivian Field or listen here on the broadcast. Myself and Blake will have that for you. Renegades fall just short tonight. They lose this one by a final score of 6-5. to five. They give up six hits and don't allow any errors on the part of the Mustang. Renegades score five. They hit seven hits and make two errors, none bigger than the one that got things going in the bottom of the ninth. So a, ha a sad ride back for the Renegades. They lose this one on the road. No post game as the Gatorade bath just happened in front of me here at Phil Wood Stadium. Well, that's going to wrap it up for me, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you come back to us tomorrow night for the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmitz. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, everyone. Renegades lead this one 6-5 to five in walk-off fashion. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.